StarWarsFanWorks.com, the home of Star Wars fan audio on the Internet. It's your home for Star Wars fan audio genre news, a comprehensive catalog of fan-made Star Wars radio shows, parody tales, and serious audio dramas, with behind-the-scenes features, a message board, reviews, tutorials, convention coverage, an Internet movie database-style directory of the entire Star Wars fan audio community, and the only fan audio community-recognized Star Wars Fan Audio Academy Awards held each year. StarWarsFanWorks.com, fandom has a whole new sound. Galactic Hunter, the place where you can find the latest Star Wars collectible news from all around the world. From the Hasbro and Kenner lines of action figures, to comics, games, prop collectibles, and events. Everything is covered and reviewed. Join our fan community in the Bounty Hunter Collective forums and find all your bounties at www.galactichunter.com. Galactic Hunter, keeping collectors on target. Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. Star Wars on Direct is brought to you by SimpleNet. With SimpleNet, obtain a low-cost advertising for your company or, quite simply, a space to put your personal website online. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. Communications disruption can mean only one thing. Here they come! The project's life beam is pulling us in. You may fire when ready. Commence primary ignition. 
and welcome to Star Wars Sound Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Many great things happening today as I'm joined by my friend Kit Fisto and Lunatic, the producer of this show. Hi. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I don't have my playlist, but Brian had his, so I just stole it from him. Good job, Sebastian. <laughs> you don't have your always playlist? prepared, always prepared. No, it's I a, send you your playlist. Yes, it's right there in my computer, but I just didn't take the time to open it. I knew I was missing something, so I'm going to go fetch it right now. As we're doing the presentation, so the main subject today is casting the original trilogy in 2004. What if uh, we were to do it in the right, proper order, and that George Lucas had to actually cast episode 4, 5, 6 nowadays? Who should he? Who do you think he should pick? Now that promises to be really interesting, don't you think? Yeah. Yes, very. I'm gonna have a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we're gonna have a lot of fun on your Is that uh, mine or on yours? your on your behalf too. Okay. Talk about a question to ask on on, on the air. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Secondary subject, we have actually none, but we're probably gonna do a little overview of the Star Wars Insider if we have yeah. more time than we think we're gonna have, but. I doubt it, to be honest. <laughs> should be a pretty full show. Yeah. Of course, we're going to have the hyperspace segment, which is going to be 25 minutes long th- this week, because there's a lot of information to discuss. Star Wars Miscellaneous News, because we trust Master Fisto's insight. <laughs> and, uh, of course, the community update at the end of the show. Uh, if you have any uh, spe- special um, updates in your fan force you'd like to tell me about, just send us an email... At studio at swendirect.com. And also, you can contact us through MSN Messenger by adding the user swendirect at hotmail.com to your buddy list. And you can also reach us through the chat, which there's a link on the main site, which is www.swendirect.com. And there's also a webcam. Oh, there, there's yeah, a link. It's, it's a camera. There's on a the camera web. on the web. And you can see us. And finally, me for a and, change. And ladies, just for you, because he sent us so much, so much emails about <laughs> the fact that you wanted to see the beautiful Kit Fisto on the airwaves. On Charming. The, on the <laughs> webcam. We just decided to put his incredible muscular body to your sight. <laughs> so there he is. For your eyes pleasure, just eat him alive, Kit Fisto. Thank you. <laughs> what can I say? What can I say? <laughs> it's a great introduction. There you go. Game over, man. Game over. <laughs> oh, Bill Paxton, I have to take him down too. That's okay, right. now Etorian send us uh, his phone number for uh, for us to call. Okay. So I uh, take note. I take note. Take note. There's one E to note, right? Yes. Okay, thank you. I took note. Okay, but right now, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go to the word of a producer. Yes. So, what do I have to say? First of all, uh, I will announce this, those, this summer shows. Ah, I thought you were going to say, I was about to cut you and say nothing, is, nothing interesting as usual, so no. we're going to go on to the movie reviews. <laughs> <laughs> now, the next show should be on June 27th, and the subject will be uh, the Silent But Deadly Trilogy, and we should have Jeff Cialetti, Cialetti. Jeff Cialetti Cialetti and and none other than T-Bone himself himself. they should be on the phone at the same time Uh, after that we go to July 11th which is our Sisters Deception show and we will have uh, Stephen Barnes as a guest 
After that, we go to July 25th. This is supposed to be, uh, we contacted the 501st, and we should have uh, some of the staff. High ranked uh, commanders. Yes, of the As interview, and it's a show. Uh, uh, consider it, not consider it, but uh, don't consider it concrete. It might no, still be moving. Yeah. It's uh, no uh, dedicated. That's the word no. I was looking Dedi- for. Dedicated, dedicated to show. the Five So we will have interviews with high-ranking Five First and comments and uh, anecdotes uh, from members of the Five First on the phone. We might even have Darth Vader here in studio with us for that date. Oh. Uh, we have we've actually talked to the Emperor himself. He's not too sure about letting him loose mm-hmm. on us, but you know, because if the show is in the uh, July 25th, it should be on August 15th. Okay. Yeah, because so you know, it, it may be moved because of Comic Con, because it's the weekend of Comic Con. Oh, so I see. it's probably uh, moving. Well, Five First have to be at Comic Con. Yeah. That, but not all Five First are there, so that's it. Anyway, so the, <laughs> the next show after that will be August 8th. And it will be the subject isn't announced yet, but we will talk about MedStar One, and we will have Michael Reeves, the uh, the co-author of the the book, uh, as a, an interviewee. Steve Perry will not be there, but he will be there for MedStar Two this fall. So uh, we will talk with Michael Reeves uh, Reeves about uh, Dark Moor Shadow Hunter also. Because he's the author of that book too. After that, there's a show August 15th, and after that, it's we're gonna have a big break until September 12th. Okay, you were you were actually looking for a number there. Yeah, I almost thought you were done. But there's Dragon Con, so and SFX in Toronto, so there's a couple of convention. We don't know if we're going on or not, so. Uh, you never know what can yeah, happen. Yeah, you know, the, the the life of celebrities such as us is really, really straining. Yes, I mean, it is. <laughs> we uh, could almost compare ourselves to the WB superstars. Yes. I mean, we've got like the limos and everything. But we're bad. The big ads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we actually think we're good. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. But right now... Oh, I, I didn't fi- finish. Oh, well... Go on, my friend. Also, if you have a fan project, Star Wars related, that you want us to talk about on the show, or if you uh, you want to be yourself on the show to talk about it, just contact us at studio at swendirect.com, and it will be our pleasure to talk about it. Like, you know, Itorian was in, was in the chat, we are playing his songs that he made. Yes. So... That's a that's a kind of project. If it's not audio, but you can go on the phone and it's the fanfic or whatever a website or something, just contact us. Speaking of audio, I'm gonna move and transition into the mood there. Mm. What can you hear behind us? Isn't it the music from Harry Potter? Oh yes. Which we actually were, yeah. Well, I was gonna say lucky, but I wouldn't take this as a particular good word. So we, we have a big fan between us. We actually watched. We went to see Harry Potter on uh, on Friday, and Brian, you owe me ten fifty. Okay. <laughs> okay. Say your review, and I'll talk about it. Okay. Well, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban is the third installment of the Harry Potter uh, movies. I think there are up to five books going for seven right now. Yes. 
That's good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the voice of God. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it wasn't a bad movie, but to uh, be honest, a good movie. to be honest with you, I would rather have just waited and seen it on DVD. To me, it's a DVD movie because. Yes, there are some really nice landscapes and everything you can watch on the big screen and enjoy them on the big screen, but they don't last long enough that you actually really do enjoy them on the big screen. So even watching them on my little 26-inch uh, television on DVD would have been really fine by me. Plus, the way they actually went through with the story wasn't, like... What Great. Did I say? Yeah. <laughs> okay. no, I would have gone uh, in the afternoon instead of... The As evening, but I would have gone to the cinema probably. Because you n- not a uh, okay. I I'm not sure. Okay, let, let, him, let him finish. Let him yeah. finish. Okay. Uh, I w- uh, I did see the first Harry Potter movie on DVD months after it came out. You know, it, it was out on DVD f- some time, so and obviously. I think it, I think it was okay. I skipped the second one, and. Uh, no big crime there. No, and we decided to go t- uh, to review Harry Potter Tree. So I went to the movie with Seb, and I decided I'm gonna reconciliate myself with Harry Potter and try to to get it again, you know, like it again. And yeah, it was okay, but you know, <laughs> not uh, the the. the the landscape are great. The story is kind of predictable, even for a people, uh, a person like me who didn't read the, read the book at all. Predictable? I'm sorry, but you're wrong. Oh, uh, well, I, I I'm sorry, but me, both me and Danny, we actually co- were calling shots before they were happening. Yeah, it's like you mean you knew. Yeah, when at the, the end, well, you ju- knew okay, the end. That's that's okay. The hypergriff. Okay, I'm sorry if anyone... Okay, okay, okay. okay, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry if anyone hasn't seen it yet. We're definitely going to spoil some things to you. So, but it's not, nothing like really big. And to be honest, you should wait for the DVD. But in any case, if you're a fan, you've already read it. So just the better for you. The hypogriff. When it gets its head cut off, okay. supposedly... Okay. It was pretty obvious they wouldn't kill a creature in Harry Potter like that. Especially, uh, especially not Bugby. So Sorry, but you have no idea. You're not a fan. They they've killed a lot of people. Oh yeah, I know they killed people. But and they've killed a lot of different things. That's didn't not they a kill the unicorn in the first movie? Or yeah, that's it. The but most purest on innocent being dies. Oh yeah, but they didn't kill the hypogriff, and I, it was pretty obvious. I was sure. Okay, I okay. was totally certain they could. But did you know that Sirius Black was going to be innocent? I w- I didn't knew that. That is something I didn't knew. See, that's that's but the big that's the big turnaround. Yeah, but when they actually said that he was his godfather, the Ares godfather, and no, stuff predictable like that. during the movie. Yeah, so it's, it's yeah. during the movie. Yeah. Okay, now, now how can yeah, I finish so I can say what yeah, I have to say? How can I can I and can I know about how the movies end if I didn't read the book? You know. No. <laughs> and how could someone <laughs> call? Shut up now. How could someone called Lupin? Not be a werewolf. A werewolf. Remus Lupin. It's ev- it, it's <laughs> obvious. It's very obvious. Anyway, <laughs> so now I am a huge Harry Potter fan, more so than Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but the I w- I didn't when I first saw the first Harry Potter movie, I hated it. I I really didn't like it so much that I was 
I felt sick after seeing it in the theater. Um, I didn't go see the second movie because it was the same director, same producer, same bullshit. Um, I went to go see the third one because they changed directors and it was a lot darker and higher production value maybe not. You can most I, definitely... I'm talking. You can see the fact that Harry's grown up in the third Yes, you have. Now, let me finish. I went to go see it and I, I enjoyed it. I did. But there are a few things that you have to, as a non-Harry Potter fan, you have to take into account. That movie was fast-forwarded. The story was cut in half. That's true. That's, that's it, it shows. Yeah. If I would have done that movie, it would have been five hours long. Yeah. But imagine none... But it was still good. But imagine people... How, how, how can you experience the movie without knowing the book? Yeah, you can. Yes, but, but it, it doesn't. It doesn't work as well because yeah. you cannot do it. That's why it isn't as great a movie as, as, it, could as it could be for you, for us, for yeah. me. I didn't read even a book. The the. I Then my the main response is, "What the hell's your problem?" No, I. <laughs> it, it it felt too. too you, know, kid. you know what I'm feeling right it, now. You know it what? Was, it, it was made for kids, and no, it's I not. It shows. It, it, it shows. Danny, I'm gonna ha be really stubborn here. If you read the books, you will appreciate them. Because uh, sure, but you will love them. Okay. Because you enjoy that kind of fantasy. And you I, enjoy I Lord have of the to Rings. put my moderator's It hammer down right here, right now. Okay. Because I'm the host, so I can do so. And I have to say that, that exact, those exact same words came out of my, of my mouth two years ago after Attack of the Clone came out to some people in the crowd who were actually saying, and we've actually discussed it on, on an earlier show, that Star Wars should stand on its own and, and you shouldn't have to read the books to understand it well. Mm -hmm. And to be very honest with them, wi with everyone, I understand them now because that's a mistake that has been made by Harry Potter. No, well. but because it's a series, they don't have to stand alone. It's the same thing for Star Wars. That, that's the only thing. But I admitted the fact that there were some scenes that were cutted and, you know, it's, it's just like Uh, right I'm now, sorry. I'm, right now, I'm on the other end of the of the mirror. So, it doesn't. It's it doesn't really matter. hard. But you know, it's like little details that we cinephile just like look at. Well, yeah, there was a huge about. mistake in the first scene. There's an amazingly huge mistake. Harry Potter's using magic, and then he's not supposed to be using magic. And then in a later scene, he says, "I'm not supposed to be using magic outside of school. I'm going to be expelled." Yeah. When he was using magic in the first scene. Before they have the whole big problem with that mark. He was practicing it. He was using a magic, but in the book he was using a flashlight. Ah. Ah. See, that's why you have to read the books. No, that's it. I mean, you also one of the things you could also explain is why Harry sees this um, moose-like creature. No, it's a dog. No, not not serious. Is that? His, oh, his. Okay, I'll explain that <laughs> now. Then, okay, <laughs> when he does the Patronus charm, it's a Star Wars when show? you do a full <laughs> big, when you do a proper one, it turns into an animal. And when uh, his father was alive, he turned into a um, a, a deer. deer. A deer. That's what I was looking. And Sirius turns into a dog. Peter Pettigrew turns into a mouse, a rat, and Lupin is a werewolf. That's where that comes from. Okay. It's through his father that he has that kind of apparition. And that Padfoot map? 
it was written by, by his father, Sirius, uh, Peter Pettigrew, and Lupin. There you go. There See, are little details. I know. I know. Details. I know. It's it's full. It's of like Lord of the Rings. If you don't read the books. You cannot enjoy the uh, well. I don't know. Lord of the Ring. Lord of the Ring did, did yeah. a better job because they did a three-hour movie, yeah. and they didn't properly. Yeah, <laughs> not this half-ass bullshit. So in any case, <laughs> Harry Potter for myself. Wait till DVD. If you're not a big Harry Potter fan, I agree with Sebastian. That's it. I'm not a Harry Potter fan. I saw, I saw it at 9:15 in the morning. I got up really early, which is really rare for me <laughs> to go and see it. So, and ladies and gentlemen, I can I can assure you, he's not gonna wake up that early for the Star Wars premiere. Ah, uh, yeah, I would. <laughs> I would. No, but there's a midnight showing, so I wouldn't have to. That's it. Oh, unless, <laughs> unless of course we get to the press premiere, which is at 10 yeah, o'clock. I'd morning. wake up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but now to move on, we also saw another movie. Which really, really pleased me a lot. Yeah. It's the sequel to Pitch Black. Pitch Black. With Vin Diesel. Oh, almighty oh Vin. <laughs> and uh, it's called The Chronicles a geek in disguise. of Riddick. Yeah. He's a geek in disguise. He actually plays Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. For those that of you that's know. great. I th- that's amazing. Vin Diesel plays AD&D. AD&D. Oh, shit. <laughs> So, he has a brain. <laughs> but, um, yeah, to me, this is so far the best sci-fi movie of the year. The only movie that I think will get into com- competing with Chronicles of Riddick is Alien vs. Predator, and they will have a hard time. In the sci-fi genre. In the sci-fi genre. I, dis- I disagree with that, because um, Riddick is a sci-fi fantasy movie, whereas mm-hmm. Aliens will be a sci-fi thriller. Okay, if we do, if we do that, a pitch size. black was if more of a sci-fi thriller, yeah, as opposed to to okay, Chronicles, which is more them into sci-fi, the sci-fi fantasy. movies. Just the first genre, the sci-fi genre. <laughs> Chronicles of Riddick wins thus far. Yes, of course. It's the best sci-fi movie of the year. Uh, we had the opportunity to meet with uh, executive producer George Zach, who was here at the premiere in Montreal. Yes. He's a Montrealer. He's a Montrealer, and he's going to be back for concept in November, so you're going to have the chance to meet him again. And um, Brian is all pissed at us <laughs> right now. <laughs> and, um, of course, um, the, the, visual, the visual aspect of the movie is really incredible. You have to see this on the big screen to understand what, I'm, so, what I'm talking if about. If you like Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, and Star Trek, mix all those together. And it's kind of and Dune, and Dune, and as Dune well. yes, that that's true. I'm not gonna go with Dune because the visual aspect of Chronicles of Riddick doesn't really appeal to me as a Dune uh, aspect. Their influences, but like the armor of the Necromangers, really reminded me of the Planet of the Apes armor in their way. And Lord of the Rings, uh, I, 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 Ring. I think that's the Dungeon and Dragons. Yeah, influences. you have, of course, uh, Carl Comfior. No, the big bad guy. No, I'm talking about Hilmer. The guy who played Hilmer, Carl Unden or something like that. Yeah. Did I think his name though earlier? No. Of course not. <laughs> the uh, the guy who played Hilmer in Lord of the Rings actually plays Lord Vaco in the Chronicles of Riddick. 
and uh, he's the Macbeth the s- character. Yeah, he's he's the second in command to uh, yeah. the Emperor. The Emperor, it's kind of you know the Emperor no, and the Vader. Grand Lord or something like that. Yeah, that's it. But it was it was a really really good movie. Yeah. Uh, Story wise, it's incredible. It it, expl- it actually explains you a couple of things, and they, you know, they could have slipped a couple of times, like especially for the eyes of the explanation behind the eyes of Riddick. Yeah. But they don't. Which makes it a great movie because I was actually waiting for an explanation for that at when I heard what he really was, and um, I'm happy they did it the way he did, the way they did. So they don't explain it. Well, they do, but well, he's nothing. We'll, we'll just we won't spoil them about yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, we but can. Uh, there's a there's a reference. There's a there's a couple of references to the first movie. You know, there's yeah. a five second. Flashback. Flashback of the first movie, and uh, you see a scene from the first movie okay. with the girl and the uh, yeah, and and the yeah. girl, the uh, Redick and he's uh, dreaming and the, uh, in the prison. At the end of the pitch black, they're 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 leaving the planet with a a black uh, black priest and the their little girl Jack. That's it. Yeah, and uh, Jack is grown up. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. This oh yeah, she's fully grown up. Oh yeah, <laughs> and she learned how to fight. Wow. Right, so. <laughs> <laughs> and she bites too. Yes, but uh, most definitely a movie to see on the big screen. It's totally worth the ten dollars, five dollars. There's a cool planet that Star Wars fan will like because it's a reference to Ryloth, the, the yes. Twi'lek planet. But not quite because Ryloth doesn't. They don't have sunrises that way. No, no, they, no. it's fixed. Okay, yeah. but yeah. let's replace the, su- the 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 sunrise by the sand st- the, the 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 sunstorms or the firestorms. Yeah, yeah, it's and pretty much the same. It's pretty similar. But um, did anyone recognize that it's like flipped pitch black? Yes, <laughs> running away from from, from, from the light. light as opposed to from the dark. That's yeah. it. I found that and, and the invasion at the start of, mo- of the movie it's incredible it's yeah the first thing I thought about was Yuzen Vong if, oh, if they ever do a Yuzen Vong invasion on TV or in movie or whatever that's exactly mm-hmm. the way I pictured it and the, the, the ships the way they actually land on the planet that reminded me of Final Fantasy the spirit within mm-hmm. and the designs are a lot similar as well to Final Fantasy mm-hmm. movie be, what the hell was that? <laughs> That's the historian. <laughs> okay. And it, it, uh, did you see when the the way the the people are are converted to necromanger? Yeah. It's yep. like the embrace of pain. Yeah. From the Vong, you know, with the the, the thingy, uh, they're, they're like suspended and. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a, there's another reference. A cool. Re- it's not a reference, but similarity. That. But I, I have one thing to say to people that are wi- will go see it. Um, don't expect closure because it doesn't end. Yeah. It kind of just well, it doesn't end. End. It ends. It ends and like Conan the Barbarian. Yes. You, know, you, you got the like the king. You have Riddick sitting on a throne. That's all we want to say. And you just basically have the same story. That that's another. That's an old. That other will story. be an old, That will be an old, old story. So. Yeah. It's most most probably if the response to this one is good we're going to see a third one and I would be really pleased to see a third installment of Critical Here in Montreal there was no publicity for that movie sadly it's incredible oh, there were some there were a few hear anything uh, on radio no or uh, um, some trailers on TV and that's it no but I don't really watch uh, t- that much TV yes. or radio and 
I have to mention this because I know a lot of people out there like me are a big fan of SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, shut up. And the me new, too. the the, <laughs> late, the latest trailer just came out, and we saw it with Harry Potter, and that was the highlight of my my evening that night, because the newest uh, the newest SpongeBob SquarePants trailer is really really funny. I mean, I could identify myself to SpongeBob. Yeah, SpongeBob. I, I watched some last night. Shame on you. What? <laughs> You don't watch Spongebob, Spongebob, you just know about it. You just know that his snail pet name is Gary and that he goes, Meow! Of course. <laughs> Come on, guys. Man. <laughs> and now we're going to go to the first musical break. And there's a lot of things in that musical break. We're going to be listening to, of course, Falling to Pieces from Velvet Revolver. And uh, But first and foremost, we're going to be listening to another karaoke Star Wars parody from Etorian called Leia Sticks.
Hi, this is Michael Sheard, Admiral Ozzel from The Empire Strikes Back. And you are listening to Star Wars On Direct. It's been long since you've been
At SimpleNet, you will get, at a very reasonable cost, an advertising space for your company, a website built for you by our team of professionals, or quite simply, a space to put your personal site online. The online gamers are not forgotten. We can offer fixed prices of bandwidth, as well as solutions for turnkey pre-configured game servers. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. Hello, this is Paul N., director of Lucas Online, and you're listening to Star Wars on Direct. And welcome back to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. So first, we're going to have my friend Kit tell us who's in the chat right now. There's Dalge, Deloth, Ethorian, Prophet Raven, and Scaraby. Tiger Claw. There That's you right. go. So, a lot of people with a lot of fun. And uh, the first thing, stop showing me stuff from the insider, okay? You're kind of disturbing me from being the host. <laughs> um, first of all, we're going to do the Star Wars Galaxy segment. And after that, we're going to go on. Galaxy segment? Ah, damn it. <laughs> Star Wars Hyperspace segment. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to go to the. Kit's Miss News afterward But little reminder right now That the uh, Hyperspace segment Will today be 25 minutes Starting when we actually Start the music Which is not going to be right now Take your finger off that button Mister <laughs> <laughs> And um, we're first going to Remind you to please not talk any spoiler Into the SWENdirect.com chat room. If you want to do talk about spoilers in the, in the chat, you can do so in my room one. Uh, if you want to talk any spoilers on the internet with your friends, you can do so in the proper forums, which are appropriate for spoilers, because do be considerate of fans who want to remain spoiler-free till episode three. And, of course, we... Um, I said the time. I said not to talk about it in the spoilers-free So you forum. want us to shut up. And, uh, yeah. That's it. Yeah, basically, you can shoot the music because 25 minutes from now. Oh, crap. Prepare to jump into hyperspace on my mark. All right, stand by. And welcome back to the hyperspace segment. So, a new uh, series of images actually made their way to hyperspace in the past two weeks. They are now called Null Vision. You know, it's kind of Super Mario Nations and stuff like that from the Jerry Gold, uh, from uh, the Gillian Anderson uh, uh, little uh, puppet shows, Thunderbirds and oh. Captain Scarlet and stuff like that. We have the Super Mario Nation, now we have the Null, Null Vision, Vision. <laughs> which is Super Null Vision that's a color. Wi which is really uh, only 3D uh, QuickTime VR, uh, for those of you who know the, uh, the, the little program. allows you to uh, have fun around in uh, 3D environment 
with QuickTime. And look at every single pixel like Sebastian does. That's right. <laughs> and I'm going to I'm going to go to that. The, uh, the the there are two images right now. The uh the first images was actually one of the uh the corridor and the elevators in the uh, Federation, the Trade Federation uh, battleship at the beginning of the movie, and uh, you see through the door that something blew up. I'm, I'm mostly certain that some they just like blew up a hole by themselves. It's it doesn't seem like it's cut by a lightsaber, to be honest. Well, what I thought is was cut by a lightsaber and pushed back with the force. Because it doesn't look it doesn't look teared or pushed back. It really looks like a bomb hole of some some sort. Yeah, it's kind of oval shape or. Laz, uh, a lozenge. How do you say a lozenge in English? Diamond. Diamond shape, yeah. And kind of a uh, diamond shape, yeah. Yeah. But I still believe it's going to be something that explodes, like the droids' remains we see inside. And um, if you take a good look on this one, if you just like zoom out a little bit and turn about one hour from when you're facing the crew on the set, you're going to be you're going to see a shadow. On the on the uh, on the floor, that's that's actually John's shadow holding the wet, the, the the little camera taking the, the QuickTime VR pictures. So it's really funny. And in the how do you take a QuickTime VR picture? I don't know. You just like stand still, turn turn a little bit, stand still, turn a little bit. No, it's probably it's probably a camera that turns. Yeah, it, something uh, like that on the on tripod on the yeah. tripod, and that's it. And See, everybody freeze. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. And uh, yeah. you. You can also see in the same in this null, in the first null vision on the background there's someone messing around with the, the with the, the, the decor, and um, the I thought th- on the, the set decor. yeah on the set and I thought it was I, I thought at first it was uh, Pablo pressing uh, some buttons from the, uh, the, the 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 October set diaries we saw him pressing little buttons. It's on the Trade Federation starship, but it's not in that particular QuickTime VR s- shot. So. <laughs> It's still very funny. The second one was actually the one of the uh, secret office of Supreme Chancellor Palpatine. Somewhere behind his actual office on, uh, on Coruscant, there's a little bystander office where we can actually... Private room. Private ro- room where we can transmit some uh, holographic imi- uh, transmissions and stuff like that, as well as receive them. And um, these... Uh, as Sidious would do. As Sidious would do. Indeed, <laughs> and uh, we'll we'll probably most we'll see it we'll see it in use in the third the third movie, but the thing is, um, if you take a look, there's place for more than one person to actually be sitting in the into that room. So I don't know. It looks like the cockpit of a ship, really, more than anything else. An escape pod or something. <laughs> Who knows? The makers of Coruscant knows. <laughs> And uh, two more, b- two more uh, image of the before the helmet series. First one was Aiden Christensen is in his Jedi costume, suspended with a cable, and he was actually holding on to something because the image actually is entitled "Hayden Hangs Around," and uh, the the image, the, the the text that goes with it doesn't explain exactly what Hayden was doing at the time, but you can see he's probably hanging from something with his remaining arm. Okay, just holding on with one arm. To be continued. Okay. <laughs> and uh, the second uh, before the helmet image to be a link into both the latest uh, do- uh, Star Wars hyperspace documentary making of Star Wars Episode Three and uh, the second Null Vision was Supreme Chancellor Palpatine 
sitting in a chair, but you could see was binders. he was handcuffed down to the uh, to the chair. That's yeah, it. that's it. That's it. But it's thinking. Don't don't read the insider. Just listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> so going back now to the link that was made to the actual web documentary. It was entitled Epic Designs for an Expanding Universe, which made me go back to my happy Star Wars place. <laughs> because it was with Trisha Bickers, which I really love because she's the greatest customer in the whole world. Mm. How's that for sucking up? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. And um, It was about costuming. But I truly believe it, and uh, she's just amazing. And the actual link with Tapatine is that you see... Ian McDermott actually explaining this, trying to explain this fabric. Re- reptilian fabric. This reptilian fabric he's wearing that came from Japan, and it's wool with light latex mixed together. And uh, Pal- uh, Ian McDermott says it's just exactly very describing of Palpatine as itself because it's a real reptilian material, so it's really good. And um, of course, this is a really cool documentary because you see a lot. Of uh, of other costumes that will that will be in the uh, movie, as well as the Bruce Spence costume, which is Tian's Tian Medan, and Tian is almost a mix of Frankenstein as and a zombie. He's got rays in his face, stripes in his face, and his skin is of a grayish color. So it's really cool. And is is is. Is inspiration the inspiration behind behind Tian Medan will actually be sent sent on Darth Vader's costumes uh, afterward. Anthony Daniels talked about episode 3. He said that uh, we will be seeing uh, an old uh, set, and that's all he's going to say about it, when he was asked the question, uh, is there going to be an explanation for which R2-D2 and C-3PO are actually on detentive 4 in episode 4? So, most probably... I don't remember which one of the uh, making of episode, but... We saw uh, a cameraman and crew member going on a corridor, a white corridor. So I'm pretty sure that that's the Tenti 4. That's it. We'll probably, probably see the, the white mushroom doofus again. <laughs> probably the, the ship that brings Padme, uh, pr- a pregnant Padme, to the planet with... Uh, to the mysterious planet. With small gray alien. Yes. And speaking of Padme, the uh, German fan club... Official fa- uh, magazine shown the released their cover on which is shown Padme, who seems sad and worried, and Hanneken, who seems proud and concerned a little bit. Mm. But um, basically, images we've seen in the latest Insider. Pum, 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 pum. If you want to say something, Brian, you can say it. Go ahead. I don't have anything to say. See, see, see. <laughs> see, when we give him the mic, he doesn't say anything, but when we take it away from him, he's just always babbling and constantly saying stuff. Each show that there's a new insider, he <laughs> reads the insider during the show. <laughs> That's it. Uh, there, will, there is a new uh, separated ship. It's called a, a shark ship. And it, just because it looks a little bit like the, uh, the actual animal, but to be honest, for those of you who watched um, Babylon 5, it looks a lot like one of those B5 ships. I don't think it's very nice. It's pretty ugly. It's not a. It, fu- it looks like a steamboat. A yeah. steamboat. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't look like a Star Wars ship, and uh, it was actually recreated by Darth Darthy on uh, T-Bone's website. So if you want, you can just drop by there, take a look at it. But to be honest, 
I'm not too fond too fond of it. Uh, more of more details from on Darth Vader from T Bone's uh, Incredible Spies. Someone saw the behind the scenes uh, the recent videos, and apparently there will be a TV show in the coming months, but just after the production the, produ- the production for Star Wars Episode Three is ended. Wait a second. Didn't we said something about that like a couple of shows back? Probably. Yes. Yeah, I think so. No, well, you know, who, who would believe us? Yeah. I mean, we're just French Canadians after all. <laughs> yeah. And um, of course, uh, it will not be like the new Clone Wars series, but it will be just like the Young Chronicles of, the, of Young Inge- Indiana Jones. Uh, there will be uh, the, the 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 video itself will look a little bit like a web documentary, uh, as they're actually streamed on the official website but there are there will be discussion with Vader's and about his history and the construction of his helmet and stuff like that as you can actually see in the most recent DVD trailer on, of the of the original uh, trilogy on DVD you see a little bit of the making of Darth Vader so just proves it but the interesting thing is that you will see the the, the team putting the helmet on Darth Vader's head then uh, you'll see Darth Vader and Palpatine standing all together, one against uh, one next to the, to the other, and Palpatine will be saying something to Darth Vader, who will be just nodding from the head. Then he'll turn around, look through a window, which is actually a green screen for the for for the time being. Then and look at the dead star. That's it. <laughs> and, then, and then turns around and looks at Palpatine and nods again. Then. Vader is uh, Vader actually stands to the left of Palpatine in this uh, in this particular shot, so it will be very interesting to see this little web, uh, w- this little behind the scene uh, documentary. <sighs> there was a lot of information about the famous plan OSB010, which was released both actually in the uh, Omic Beacon number 112, which you can easily go to the website and read and uh, get all the information you need from there but we'll just say that uh, it actually begun last March the production for that uh, that particular the opening space one battle scene. yes and one of the s- one of the sequences that will not be in the movie uh, will be uh, just like in Pearl Harbor they will th- there is um, no wait uh, oh yeah no that's not the one <laughs> I'm lost now in my in my notes. In any case, uh, the goals of Plan OSB 010 basically George wanted to establish a situation in which the both Jedi Obi Wan and Anakin find themselves, and they he just wanted to show the intensity of the battle at the beginning of the movie. Uh, this shot will sh- will show it at how much the Jedi are in are like really good pilots in deep shit, because <laughs> in deep trouble to stay polite. And that uh, their movements have to be perfectly synchronized in order to actually work together and make their way through to get to the separatist uh, ship in order to save Chancellor Palpatine. So they just blew the entire beginning of the movie. Yeah, Ma- imagine <laughs> spoiler-free fans that received the the Oming Beacon. Yeah, they just been told this the start of the movie. And this brings us to the fact that Paul Hens actually told us that although it might seem like StarWars.com is releasing more information than, episode two. than it did for Episode 1 and Episode 2. It wasn't the case, even though it might look that way. Okay, so if you just told everyone the beginning of the movie, and Pablo is actually te- 
like confirming spoilers from all over the internet. And you know the end. And you know the end. Okay, can't you please tell me what you're keeping in store for us? Because it's got to be big. <laughs> got to be a lot of If you're too. telling us the start of the movie, you know. And we already know about General Grievous. And we already know about and the big bad guy. And we saw uh, pre-visualization uh, pre images yeah. on, on StarWars.com, you know. Don't show that <laughs> to people uh, who are spoiler-free. <sighs> anyway, I think I think it's weird. I think either it's you like know when I mention, are you doing that to to prevent some? That's a, the misinformation, mis uh, misinformation, and the rumors and the spy reports. That's it, probably. So. I'm really uh, thinking they, that they, they want the attention. They don't want the, the, the information leak on the, on other or on fan sites. So they release themselves. Yeah, but it's whatever they need to tell themselves to make them go to sleep easier at night. Yeah, yeah. it's it's really <laughs> disturbing, really really disturbing. So Pablo Pablo Hidalgo did uh, another uh, another uh, update on his notes after a couple of, uh, of weeks resting or just preparing them. Uh, right now, the middle of episode 3 is the most fluid parts of the part of the movie because the way the movie is being edited is just like following and they're up all in the middle right now and everything seems to be going well with that. Uh, Pablo doesn't know exactly which will be the length of the duel between Anakin and Obi-Wan. But, as he said before, it will be the longest duel between any two fighters in the galaxies of movies ever. Yes. So, that's going to be fun. It's going to be long. Yeah. What did you was that? Sorry. Okay, what we give you, you a computer today, and you mess it's up with it. It's a computer, it's a telephone. <laughs> yeah, but it has this little it. LCD screen, and you just, like, made it ring. What do we have to do? Give, yeah. a, give him a ball. The budget for episode 3 will be about the same as, as the one for episode 2. However, the amplitude of episode 3 will be bigger. So, this promises to be interesting. I'm trying to look at you, but the <laughs> microphone, is, <laughs> microphone between us. is like censoring your eyes. <laughs> uh, there will be new images, 3D, of null visions up, up to the uh, coming out of episode 3. Which makes it really interesting because we'll see lots and lots of stuff. stuff. Is there any news about the kind of George Select that we had for episode two, or it's totally uh, behind the helmet images? So far, uh, I'm going to go back to what he said a couple of weeks ago. George being really busy, I they're not sure if he if he's going to be able to pick some, some pictures. but probably there will be back at one point in time. Uh, there will be. Are they going to release the? Before the helmet shots to everyone, I don't know. It, it's supposed to, but it's been a while, and yeah. I don't think there's a, a one that came out for the public, the general public. Okay. Probably after the coming out of episode three, but uh, there is actually a total of twenty documentaries on the production of episode three, which will be released. And I think both episode one and two had twelve. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, With so that real media. Real media for episode one, quick time, quick time for, for episode two, and quick time, quick time for this one as well. And 20 documentaries. That's eight more. But they're not giving out more information about the movie. No, no, no. Of course no. not. That's right. Uh, Franco has begun his work on the voice of Yoda. Mm, yes. 
the title of the the title, the Dawn of Tyranny, is only a rumor, which I didn't had the chance to hear of, and I'm glad because it doesn't sound like a pretty good title either. It doesn't roll off your tongue. That's it. Kessel and Corellia will not be the planets in episode three. Uh, we will not see the erecting of the Steady of Palpatine on Coruscant, which is actually destroyed at the end of the Return of the Jedi. You know, with the scene with the little stormtroopers mm-hmm. being held on, held up by people getting a, a people bat, which is fairly interesting. I mean, you get your you get your, you get your fingers, you know, uh, pinched by those armors <laughs> if they Oof. move too much. Ouch! That that hurts. Um, Aiden and Ewan have, have filmed uh, some scenes for holographic transmissions. Verger was ne- has never been part of the scenario of Episode Three. Verger, okay. Verger. She's not there. She's an expanded universe. Yeah, but, she's, so. but she, w- even if but she, she were, would, she would be gone. She, she would be, be far, gone. far away. That's right. Somewhere in the void. <laughs> Somewhere over the rainbow. rainbow. Asteroid field. <laughs> <laughs> we should go. We should get into music. I mean, WB superstar, here we come. Uh, the new Star Destroyer Vanator class are a lot smarter than Star Destroyer of the classic trilogy. The uh, biggest ship of the Space Battle are the one of the Trade Federation at the beginning of the movie. And uh, there is this little logo we saw on uh, the Oming, on, on the on those pictures, these pre-visualization pictures. There's a logo on one of those ships uh, from the yeah, Nazi yeah, Separatist yeah. logo, and we're going to see it again. Okay. So that's interesting. Uh, the concept of episode 3 shown in The Last Star Wars Insider, Pablo says that three images prov- uh, coming from the cover of the Insider will remain intact for the movie and amongst the 16 images on the, in- on the inside of the, uh, of the Insider Pablo says there's at least 6 which are included in the movie cool so that's pretty interesting because 3 images from the cover of the Insider that's what yeah but there's there's th- 3 of them from the cover and for episode three, there's four. On the That's cover? it. There's like four on the cover, five. Bring it. So you know exactly which one are from episode three, which are basically this one's probably it. The the battle, in the, like a space battle. The space. Yeah. The balcony, the Padme balcony. The Padme balcony, the space battle, and this center, I think. Fang Fangs are as the center. This guy we won't see. And this one we might have seen, but I think we won't. The bottom one. The bottom one we probably won't. So. And I don't believe that the little alien, just like the, the second picture all in all, will be one we'll, we'll see in the movie. Unless they're the little gray aliens where uh, Padme... Or maybe it's the uh, creature that Obi-Wan rides. Oh, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Huh. It's a good now. idea. Hmm. You know, we're raising <laughs> we're raising people's hope. <laughs> mm. um, the uh, Queen of Naboo and the character of Rebecca Jackson, Mendoza, don't have a name yet. They will be called by their title. So it's Queen, Queen, Lord, Senator. Uh, the emblem of the Confederation, which we saw in the alternate news, will be will make its separation on the ships, which was what I was talking about as well. Uh, Bosnas will not be in the movie. Yeah. Oh no. Big Bosnas, she's not going to be there. 
Padme is not pregnant of more than two children. No. And I thought there was a third child. Where did he get these ideas? <laughs> I don't know. The rays on the face of the uh, of of the race of T and Medan will a- are actually coincidental with the rays uh, the, with the stripes on the costume of Darth Vader on the arms and the legs. So maybe they're the one who made the armor. <gasps> maybe could it be possible? T and Medan. The race of Tian Medan. He's one of the senators. You're going to see him. The tall okay. guy? Yeah. The tall guy with the, tall with guy the stripes on with his, the stripes on his okay. face. Ah. ah. So. The, per, the, the character played by Bruce Pants. Ah, yes. Uh, one of the... Someone actually asked if Anakin kills Senator Fang Zor or any other senator in the movie. Pablo says he doesn't kill Zhang. But for the second part of the question, no comments. So... That means you'll most definitely kill some senators. And here is the little misinformation I was misinformed with this morning. Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan is a member of the Jedi Council in Episode 3. It's most likely in the expanded universe that you will see his promotion. Oh. Okay? This is official. That came from official sources. So I was right. So sister's deception that I didn't read yet? Probably there or, or uh, trials, the second part of the uh, Tim Zans uh, of Tim Zans uh, yeah, short. I don't think they will. They would put in that the in the side. Probably a novel. You think? Yeah. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, Obi Wan will not be standing in front of the Jedi Council to receive a mission because he's part of the Jedi Council. But it will be. The, it will be the case for Anakin. So it's going to be very like one more scene. We can add to. We could actually draw the uh, the the tree. The uh, no, no, the the concept art for Star Wars Episode Three. You know, could we could actually put it on a wall and just like come up with the entire movie ourselves. Uh, Pablo has already mentioned the fact that uh, in Episode Three, Anakin is like a rock star of the Clone Wars. Uh, Mace Windu also mentions it in the scenario. However, the ex- then the expanded universe has not yet contributed to this effect. Pablo says that the uh, novel Jedi Trial, as well as Shooter Comics, will start will begin to promote Anakin as such a place. Masameda will be uh, in uh, in an action scene in the movie. We will see Darth Vader on Coruscant. Why would you go confirm something like that? <laughs> The last null vision shows the uh, Chancellor Palpatine's office. Anakin has a couple of scenes in this in this uh, office. The first uh, trailer for Episode Three will be available in November. Isn't that where what we said a couple of shows back? Yes. Again. A long time ago. Yes. Mace Windu is not imp- uh, implicated in the uh, in a fight in the Clone Wars. John Williams should begin his work on Episode Three at the beginning of next year. The scenes filmed with Amy Ale and Ella Secura last May uh, were not part of the original scenario. And of the clones, there will be an organic army which will be implicated in the uh, war between the Republic and the Separatists. And finally, what Tambor has no interaction whatsoever with Yoda or the Wookiees. It's going to be the Wookiees, the army. Yeah, yep, most probably. Okay. So I'm gonna go into the. Oh, uh, okay. No, right. Yeah. That, well, right now you're gonna just give me a little uh, transition. Because there are some question uh, in the uh, private 
Oh, there are the some questions. In the spoiler, uh, okay. there's Scarabee saying, uh, I saw Pablo Hidalgo say, and I can't want kill Senator Frank, but doesn't say no. Oh, it doesn't say no comments about the other senator. Uh, that's what you, you just said. Yeah, but he said he doesn't. Does it mean that it will? You will kill Jar Jar? Most probably not. I don't think we'll see Jar Jar die. Yeah, I don't think so. I think he actually said we don't see Jar Jar die in another one of their. Uh, or mi- uh, damn. Uh, or maybe Padme. Well, this this we've discussed in another. Yeah. Uh, in in another one of the. Uh, and uh, Master Duran says, Padme does die, that is confirmed. I don't remember if where oh, yeah. they confirmed this. No, but we actually confirmed it here on yeah. like a lot of shows back. But yeah, she, she dies in the armors of Obi-Wan and Yoda. Yeah. And uh, now, Master Duran, I honestly like the Revenge of the Sith rumors for the title. It's not that bad. I can go with that. What are they revenging, though? For the Jedi. It doesn't quite work. Because you'd have to... Kevin J. Anderson will come up with the answers in future comics. (laughs) That's 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 all I have to say about this. What do we know about Sifo-Dyas? I think it's simply a a pseudonym pseudonym that... uh, No, he was a Jedi Master that sat on the council. But Sidious... Took his uh, his pseudonym. Actually, Kanduku Kandu- just took oh. his name and whoever got that's it. gone to the Kaminoans to do the uh, yeah the the, the contract. Uh, after that, uh, major question uh, is that why does Luke have so much trouble finding info about Anakin Skywalker in the U in the EU? He was so famous. Well. Wrong place, wrong time. <laughs> That's it. Probably. Okay. <laughs> but right now we're like three minutes overdue. Overdue. So uh, so we're gonna go and do the, the little cut to spoilers off, and uh, you're gonna give me an 11 second transition because we've got some business to deal with before. 11. The 11 second transition. Okay. 17 seconds. Or 17 second transition yeah. for Brian. No, 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 no. No. I'm talking about the 11 seconds transition. Okay, I'm gonna. Find the imperial it. transition. Okay. Go ahead. Welcome back to Star Wars on Direct, where we like to deal with our problems live. Live. So we have one of our fans called Cheetor84, and she actually mentioned to us the fact that she was listening from time to time to another show called Fanboy Radio, which you can find at www.fanboyradio.com. And I will actually suggest, for those of you who don't like hyperspace and don't like to hear us review movies, to actually go listen to that show because the animators are really funny mm-hmm. uh, they're really good at their job and they've got good sound quality it's from a, a real studio it's from a real studio uh, KCTU or something like that radio yeah. and um, yeah we just like found out that Cheetor was actually cheating on us yeah with Fanboy Radio right now she just like missed the beginning of the show and the fact that we and, and she missed her, her chance to interact with us in order to save Harry Potter's uh, 
And yeah. now she didn't have time to save Harry Potter here. That's it. And now she Brian did. <laughs> she doesn't have any any more time to save Harry Potter now. It's it's been She's dashed not a to real death. Fan so. <laughs> I'm sorry, Cheetor. We just had to tell you about that. And and we But just the last time when we last week last week that's right. Sebastian was showing me fanboy uh, radio. Fanboy radio. And she and actually she called we, the show. We were talking. Uh, uh, Sebastian told me, "Hey, listen to Fanboy Radio." I said, "Okay, I'm I'm working, but okay." So uh, I uh, we're talking about the show uh, on MSN and everybody, and now Cheetors comes up on the phone, and I said, "Okay, I know now, Sebastian, why you want me to uh, listen to Fanboy Radio because you you, you didn't know that Edder was calling." That's right. I didn't knew I didn't knew she was gonna call. It it, it surprised me as well that she actually called. But I couldn't believe it. I'm really so disappointed in you, Cheetor. But it's okay, because Fanboy Radio is a really good internet web radio. I highly suggest you actually listen to it from time to time when we're not on. And you can actually... It's just before our show. That's it. It's, well, no, it's actually the first hour of our show. It's at the same first oh. hour of our show. So it's a little conflictual, but it's only one hour. So if you don't like spoilers and everything, you could actually listen to it and you know you won't miss a lot of things. And we'll... We'll try to have Master Fisto's insights be done after the first hour. <laughs> so, there so we caught you, Edder. They're, they're, they're a good radio, Brian. No, stop, stop doing that. I, I don't care. We're better. Because I said so. Okay. <laughs> and since we Fisto said so. And since we trust so. your insight, <laughs> we will now go to the miscellaneous news segment. Master Fisto, trust your insight, we do. Welcome to the Miscellaneous News with me, Ashkid Fisto. Um, wow, I almost fell asleep right there. <laughs> <laughs> It was like the, the teacher in the first Bueller's Days Off. Bueller, Bueller, on the same tone. <laughs> okay, on March 21st, 2005, Clone Wars Season 3 will start, just like we said there was a possibility there was going to be a third season. It's happening. Yes. It's going to be a little bit different. It's going to be 12 minutes long instead of three, which I think is awesome. And they're going to lead up to Episode 3. And it's going to be um, limited. They're going to be there going to be less commercials, which is good. Um, they're going to take off where Chapter 20 left off, and they're going to be great and explain more about General Grievous and mm -hmm. lead up to the end. It's going to be really cool. You can go to um, the official site to get all the details. Um, also, in the DVD news, the Star Wars trilogy. DVD box set trailer came out on the official site. You can check that out for Hyperspace. On Hyper the French Sebastian didn't have, didn't see it. Oh first boy! So when I I I saw it, he just jumped on Hyperspace to download it. I I totally jumped into Hyperspace and I went to download it and I saw it and I watched it. And during the supper, I actually did the frame by frame watching. Oh At most, gosh. But I, I <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure I saw some episode 3 footage which we haven't saw, seen yet. So I'm glad about that. 
But it's it's nothing big. Okay. Anyway. Now that's it. And I'm actually gonna say to our friends that I'm gonna poach. I, I'm gonna poach. <laughs> Sorry about that. Okay, um, moving on. I'm gonna post a link for those of you who haven't who don't actually get the the the, the, the right hyperspace to download it from my server just for the time of the show. Yes. I'm bending the rules. Okay. It probably was if you can't hear, if we're not available um, and in court during the next week, it's Sebastian's fault. <laughs> um, it will probably be available this week for uh, for all. Coming in September, there are new comics, and it's Star Wars Empire number 25, and it's going to be, you know, the normal Empire one. Mm-hmm. The next one is Republic, number 69. And then... The number t- Tales 21 featuring Nathan uh, Butler. Wow, that, that was like, come on, guys, it's Nathan. You should be <laughs> happy about this. I am. That's why I put down the comics. <laughs> it should be available uh, September 29th, and it's going to be full color, 64 pages, and $5.99. U.S. U.S., yes. Okay, and there are more details coming on the Miniatures game, uh, published by Wizards of the Coast. A, the Rebel Storm pack was supposed to come out in July, but it's coming out in September now. It's gonna the and the booster packs will be released shortly after. The set's gonna come with seven random figures. Oh wait, no, that's that's the booster packs. Um, you're gonna get in the booster packs seven figures, one one rare, two uncommon, four common, and you'll get. There's also the Clone Strike, which should be released later this year in about. Coming months, it's supposed to be November, but you know, probably gonna be with pushback. And also in November, you'll see the Ultimate Missions Rebel Storm, a source book that will add, that will help you understand the uh, how to better work miniatures into your RPG games. Also, there will be a um, there's the Star Wizards of the Coast has updated their site and they've added several things, including an excerpt from the Ultimate Adversary source book and other articles pertaining to the RPG. In collecting news, there's also the DVD commemorative three packs are starting to surface at Walmart. So you can pick those up. They are supposed to be released in July, but they're already surfacing. Um, they're supposed to be an exclusive for Walmart, so go to Walmart if you want them. Um, DK is uh, releasing a new Ultimate Sticker Book featuring Star Wars movies and the Clone Wars and action poses and you can they're restickable in there you can read more about them at the Star Wars Kids website the fan club started selling tickets for their Comic Con club breakfast on July 24th they are $57.32 and it's at the Marriott Hotel and Marina and you can get the Hasbro exclusive Silver Sand Trooper action figure. And Jeff Rooney and his wife will be attending. Yes, if you want to meet Jeff Rooney and see the how funny he is in real life. The Tatooine TV producer himself. Yep. And also, something that I saw on Galactic Hunter that I thought was really cool is this sidekick floor display that's supposed to be really cool. You can, it comes come wins with 24 figures inside of it. And it's like if you were to buy these floor display at the store. You know they have these displays, mm-hmm. all the action figures inside, and it's really cool. It's all with the original trilogy. Cool. 
and for collectors, it's really cool, especially the people that like to get the stuff that's the promotional stuff in the stores. Mm-hmm. You'll be able to buy it through uh, Entertainment Earth. It's uh, one forty nine ninety nine U S. And then plus shipping and handling. EntertainmentEarth.com. And then there are new. Um, if you're a hyperspace member, you get new perks at StarWarsShop.com. There's a. Um, there's ten percent off if you're if you get these. Uh, they're on selected items. If you're a member, there's a 1978 Ralph McQuarrie concept art lithograph, a 1980 introduction to Yoda press kit, 1980-83 Fan Club Embroidered Patch Set, 1983 Japanese Return of the Jedi Style A Poster, 1983 Japanese Return of the Jedi Photo Montage Poster, the Macquarie Concept Art Sticker Set, and more. There's other stuff that's really cool. There's also uh, Hasbro had uh, last week, they had in a Head co- they had a meeting at Rhode Island headquarters where they take all their top counts and they show them what's coming up. Now, Steve and Jose from Legends were there, and they received a Episode 3 t-shirt. Yeah. That's really cool. And they you can go see did on the internet. Okay, but did you go to Legends to see it? No? No, I saw it on, I saw it on Sith Clan. Okay. It looks really cool. Yeah. It's Asbro that uh, giving away to their best clients. Yes. So Legend was one of them. Our sponsor, LegendActionFigures. Yes. Dot com. You know, that's actually funny, because... As the reseller, they're their best clients. No. But I can think of a couple of collectors, you know, even as far as Drummondville, because mm-hmm. we just have to admit, these guys are incredible collectors. Mm-hmm. But clients as stores. Yeah, that's it, clients as stores. But what about clients as such? Will there be any t-shirts for them? Comes the Toys of Episode 3? I don't think so. I don't think so. I most sincerely hope so. Sure, you can dream. <laughs> Also, there will be a really cool exclusive figure for the Battlefront game. It is the it's a repackaged um, Power of the Jedi Sand sorry Scout Trooper with a big whopping bazooka. <laughs> it looks really cool, and there's it's going to have a um, it's also going to be available to the um, the fan club members it's without the not for resale sticker, of course. It's a Battlefront card yep. on the back, yeah. It's a blister. Yeah. Um, there's also a some details about the packaging details for the episode three figures. It's going to be in a lava molten kind of theme. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of reds, black, with the golden Star Wars logo uh, in the upper left. It's going to be really cool. Um, it's basically the uh, celebration tree logo. With the, the kind of kind you know, the the it's uh, gonna, it's Vader helmet with the flames. Yes, it's going to be cool. Um, it's going to be kind of the opposite of the Clone Wars packaging and should be an appropriate follow-up to the original trilogy look. So, no, given the composition mm-hmm. and certain, maybe they'll go with a totally different design like they did from Attack of the Clones. Yeah. I'm sure it will be easy to recogni- recognize. Oh yes, of course. <laughs> And that's done for this news. There you go. Oh, I th- is there something you missed? Let's see. Sister's Deception came out. I mentioned that ago. last show. You did that it would come out. It has come out. It has come out. Not in Montreal? No, no. No? I really? Yes. I had uh, ordered, I had ordered on Amazon. Ordered on Amazon, yeah. 
That's pretty, yeah. That's Ever bad. since uh, the last NGO yeah, came the out. Last in- they, have, they have problem with art covers. Yeah. I don't know I, why. L- I ordered the last and new JR off Amazon. It came really fast, and it was cheaper than if I had bought <laughs> it at the store. Yeah. <laughs> with the shipping, which is pretty scary. Yeah. Okay. I have to go back a few months back now. And I have to mention the fact that we, here at Star Wars Sound Direct, actually went against... Well, actually, my f- my friends, both my friends here, actually did went against the Super Bowl while I was sick to do a show on Jedi religion. Okay. And yeah. our listeners listened to us. So we yes. have to be thankful for to them for that. Yes. But this morning, we were actually facing an oh yeah an even greater threat. Twice as big. Both the U- the the Euro UFA and. The, uh, for those the don't know, that's a large soccer competition in Europe. Yeah. It's really big. So for the French community, it's huge. We w- we were basically it's in, it's in their <laughs> culture, you know. That's it. And in and in Quebec, it was the Montreal Grand Prix, the Formula so One Grand Prix. It was so live here from Montreal. We were against those huge events during the show. But still, we had a, a, an incredible and nice bunch of listeners and. I just want to take a few seconds and say thank you to our listeners who are just like, keep on listening. You make the show. Yep. Yes. Definitely. Which will bring us to the saying of the day later in the show. Yeah, I just decided to add this new new saying of the day segment now at the end of the show. Um... Where was I going with Everybody, that? Everything's going off now. Brian actually is just like throwing his missed news all around the place, which is really freaking weird. But, uh, yeah, oh yeah, that's it. What I wanted to say is that today, not only did, the f- did France win against uh, in England overtime, yeah. in, overglen- in overtime, two to points one. to one. To go to one, yeah. Thank you, D- thank you Zidane. And... Uh, for those of you who are WWE fans out there, La Resistance just won its tag team championship match. Again? And the Ad Bad Blood. <laughs> so, Shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just had to mention the fact that we have to cheer for the blue guys. So, allez les bleus, allez les bleus, bleu. I'm rooting for Holland. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. Yeah, because you, you get family there. Yes, I do. Blank. Okay. Blank. <laughs> and now, ladies and gentlemen, we're going uh, to go. No, I have to put that on. We're talking about friends winning. That's it, man. Game over, man. Game <laughs> I over. I had to pass that. <laughs> I really like the chewy roar just roar. after that. You got to put like more time in between, more blank in between those two. Yeah, put a blank. <laughs> um, right now, we're going to go to the second <laughs> musical break. And we'll be listening to I Believe in a Thing Called Love by Darkness. And we'll be right back to Star Wars on Direct right after this short musical break.
Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. At SimpleNet, you will get, at a very reasonable cost, an advertising space for your company, a website built for you by our team of professionals, or quite simply, a space to put your personal site online. The online gamers are not forgotten. We can offer fixed prices of bandwidth, as well as solutions for turnkey pre-configured game servers. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. Hello, I'm Garrick Hagen, big star collider from Star Wars A New Hope. And you're listening to Star Wars on Direct. And welcome back to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom, where we have some incoming, just just news, some news that just came in, which are really sad. We're sorry, people, but Alicia Cuthbert just got engaged this week. Yeah. That's too bad. She'll be divorced like in a year or something. I, I'm <laughs> not gonna lose. You're, you're actually this. giving her a year. Come yes. on, it's Hollywood, man. Give her, give her three months, three to six months. <laughs> Whatever. Yes. So right she, now, she just me though. She's getting married. Yeah. Onto our main subject, which is if the original trilogy was actually shot in the proper order. Shot. And uh, well, actually, if they, if it hadn't been shot, hadn't been shot. And it was shut now. Who would be cast as the main characters? It's it's gonna be a really cool <laughs> subject, people. <laughs> I'm gonna have a lot of fun because we actually have the worst, the the best casting, the worst casting, and the most humorous ca- casting. Yeah. We got some funny. Mine is a mix of best and funny. Okay. Best and funny. Yes. Okay. So. I know the producer had a list prepared somewhere on his computer files, so I'll let him retrieve it. And um, I'm actually going to start, because Brian actually did, like, tons of research for this. I did. I did a lot of work, which is very, like, uncommon for me. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I prepared. So, basically, who would you put down as Luke Skywalker? I have quite a list. I came in with none, with one, and I came. Now I have four. Well, first is Owen Wilson. Yeah, he looks alike. 
Yes. And he's kind of a goofball, which okay. Luke is kind of in the first one. And there's Michael Rosenbaum with hair, Lex Luthor. Oh, okay. From Smallville. From Smallville. Then Adam Brody, who plays Seth on the OC. Yes. Man, and you guys look at too much TV. <laughs> <laughs> no, the OC is just a show you have to watch. It, it's oh. true, you do have to yeah. watch it. We'll buy you the DVD when they come out, and you'll understand. Benjamin okay. McKenzie, who plays his brother on the show. Which would be Ryan? Yes. Okay, Ryan, yeah. He's a bit too muscular, as Seb said. Yeah. But, you know, you can slim him down. But in 2004, actors need to be buffed. Yeah, they do. They, yeah, okay, would true. you... A buffed, whiny farm boy? Yeah. Well, buff, like, like buff would actually make sense for a farm boy. Yeah. yeah. Especially with all the moisture he's, he's pushing around. Ah, ah. Yeah, that's a really... My, my Luke Skywalker is totally Hollywoodish because he's really popular now. So I put Orlando Bloom. He's a girl. He's a girl in disguise. <laughs> yeah, but... No, but he's... <laughs> okay, he, okay he, I can grow more facial hair than he can. Oh, that would I be a good competition it. to see. Whose hair is growing faster, Orlando, Orlando Bloom or Kit Fisto? <laughs> I'm gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then we have, of course, who's yours? Who's mine? Because I gotta pick one. I actually went. Do I? Do I still have it down? I don't know. It's this. It's not Orlando Bloom, no. I actually picked uh, what's the name? Chad Michael Murray from One Tree Hill. Because, because I think he would, he would have the, he would have what it takes. He looks like he Anakin, so but that's it. So yeah. whiny though. Hey, come on! We're talking about Luke Skywalker here. Yeah, I know. It would drive me insane. I don't <laughs> know if I could watch the movie. But you know, who would make the perfect Uncle Owen. I just have his name right down there, and it's right above. Uh, Chad, I didn't Chad. choose anything for Owen. Tr- John Travolta. Oh no! John Travolta oh, my, my would be such I a good old Owen, John Rice Davies, or Robbie Coltrane. Okay. Yeah, John Rice Davies. Yeah. Would be and good. Uh, my second one plays uh, in which? In uh, Harry Potter, Hagrid. Oh. The giant. Okay. For Obi Wan, wow. it's a big Obi Wan. <laughs> well, like. He's not really yeah, that I tall I in real life, know, you know. For Owen, okay. He's he's not. No, he's not. <laughs> he's kind of short. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I don't know if anybody else chose a wedge, but I did. Uh, we we did. Uh, we did mention a wedge this morning, uh, which was the uh, John Cusack would actually make a proper wedge. Yeah, well, I agree with it that. It was not John Cusack. It wasn't John Cusack. This it was morning. the uh, you know in. Um, Fight Club, the not Brad Pitt, uh, not the Brad Pitt, but the other guy, Edward Norton. Yeah, that, that's Edward Norton. Yes, that's I, I that's put down Colin Firth. He's a little old, though. Okay. The guy mm-hmm. in Love Actually who falls in love with the Portuguese. Yes. Actually, that's a good. Uh, that's a good pick. Yes. And um, for C three PO, I chose Michael Caine. Michael Caine. You know, butler. A butler, yeah. you know, British butler. Yeah. Chris Tucker, because he's really annoying. Yeah. And Jason Mewes. Okay. 
<laughs> I just put CGI. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, both choices are pretty good, but I do agree that CGI will probably do a better job. But well, I mean, for the voice, I mean, but for the voice of for the voice of it, Jason Mewes. Jason Mewes. Jay has Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back. Okay, he's Jay. Jay from Jay and Silent Bob. Oh shit! Yeah. You fucking Arthur. No, no, it's he's Chewbacca. I'm Han Solo. You're Ben Kenobi, and we're in that fucked up bar. <laughs> okay, for Han Solo, who did you pick? I uh, I had two. Uh, I had Eric Bana, who plays Hector in Troy. We'll see. And I had uh, Hugh Jackman, Wolverine, in X Men, because they both look like kind of match. Yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, my Han Solo. My first choice is Vince Vaughn, because mm-hmm. he's a jackass. Um, and then it's Jason Statham. He was in uh, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels and Snatch. And he was the driver guy in um, the new version of The Italian Job. The, the bad guy? The, he was the, dri- he was the, the uh, professional driver. Okay. If I remember, remember his glove, but not his face. <laughs> he had some... He was the glove? British actor. Okay. And Colin Farrell. Yeah. Because Colin's Colin kind of a roguish yeah. bad guy on the edge. Nate, uh, Colin Farrell is a, is a really so, uh, good pick for mm-hmm. Anne Solo. I like Danny's Hugh Jackman. I actually picked Vin Diesel at first. But I just came up with the perfect person to play Han Solo. Which Nathan is Fillion, who was captain, was the captain of Firefly, the the series on Fox last yeah. year. Yeah, I know. They'd be typecasting him though. Yeah. What is Star Wars but typecasting? It usually, it typecasts people, not takes typecast people and puts them in roles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you have to admit, with a little rug face. Yeah, yeah, I guess. It, would make it, good it, it, it could work. I don't know if he could act, though. From Firefly, from what we saw in Firefly, I'm pretty sure he would be a good actor. But, I mean... I just saw one episode I don't remember. Just by meeting him once, I have to give my vote to none other than Lou Tambone. For Han Solo? For Han Solo. Okay. Okay. Be- no, because the, the guy is really cool and he would actually do a really good Han Solo. <laughs> no, seriously, I would love to see that. <laughs> Opie, you're the show. Okay. Um, Want to choose another one? Yeah, my Princess Leia was a bit old. I chose uh, oh, that's Kelly from uh, X-Files. Gillian Anderson. Because she was that's almost disgusting, man. <laughs> yeah, that's a little old there. That's like... Uh, no, but she... You're as old as your dad. <laughs> she got the... Uh, <laughs> The authority, you know? The yeah, uh, yeah. She's yeah. pretty, she's small. My Leia. She would and she's look not good a blonde? In, she would look good in leather. <laughs> yeah. My, my Leia is Mandy Moore. Oh, good choice. Kristen Kruk, which I stole from Sebastian. Yes. And another one I stole from, from Sebastian is Rachel Bleason. Yes. We we basically watch the same shows and have the same taste in woman, me and Brian. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> and I don't watch any shows. Kristen Krug actually plays Lana Lang in uh, Smallville. Yes. And uh, Sophia Bush uh, was my second pick. I hate that show. I hate One Tree Hill. On One Tree Hill. I hate it. Because she's kind of bitchy on the edge, you know. It's something that I think Leia could use. And uh, Rachel Bilson, I mean... I mean, come on. <laughs> Dude. 
Okay, cool <laughs> off, guys. <laughs> <laughs> cool off. But above all else, the person I picked to play the Princess Leia, because she's a really good actress, one of my favorites, would be Claire Forlani. She okay. plays in. She played in Mallrats. She played uh, in Mijo Black. That's as a star. But I really liked her. I really like her, and I think she would do a great job. And if we were to go into like older women, like uh, Danny did with Gillian Anderson, I would probably pick uh, Julia Roberts. No, no way. No way in hell. Why not? She can't act. Next what person. Mean? What do you mean she can't act? <laughs> She plays in the same roles all the time. My uh, pretty woman. Uh, what were the other ones? It's all the chick flicks. And the, uh, chick flicks, and she plays the same character over and over and over and over again. Okay. She's typecast. Obi Wan. I picked the easy one, Ian McKellen. <laughs> okay, so did I. <laughs> but I also picked Sean Connery. Yeah, that's a great pick. And Christopher Walken. Good choice Because He's cool And he's funny Liam he is. Liam Neeson That's a That's, that's a, good a good choice, choice yeah. yeah Yeah He would play yeah. a great Obi-Wan Liam He's got the, the, the calm voice And everything yeah. He's got the charis The charisma for Obi-Wan Yes he does Which is why I believe He made the perfect Qui-Gon And mentor to, mentor to Obi-Wan I agree Okay, Master Durant says Sarah Michelle Geller for Princess Leia. She's blonde. No. See, see, I'm not the w- I'm not the only one with the blonde problem here. <laughs> <laughs> On the French show, every blonde that came out for uh, Princess Leia, like Julia Stiles, and everybody, Sebastian said, no, 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 she's blonde. Leia cannot be played you know by a blonde. Charisma Carpenter could play Leia. Cordelia and yeah, but she's not blonde. Yeah, doesn't matter. She could play Leia. Yeah, she could play Leia. She's a little old, though. Yeah. But, to be honest, I'm not sure... Sh- I, I don't like the way she acts. Yeah. So, she she's that more like for just comic be the relief. Writing. She could be like stunt double for C-3PO or something. Okay. <laughs> or, Tiger, just remind... Or, remind it could just be one s- Seb's assistant. Yeah, That could work, yeah, too. That could work, too. One person that I would like to cast as Obi-Wan, like... Okay, it's it's... It's actually my second choice because I know he can actually act in a great way. I, I actually believe a lot in the man, Bill Paxton. Uh, he hasn't. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that comment, and that, <laughs> that, that, that's that. Doctor okay. just reminded us of a uh, of the S- uh, Saturday Night Live uh, sketch. Where they were auditioning uh, the SNL uh, oh, yeah. crew. I think I have it somewhere. I'm gonna try to find it. Continue. Okay. Um, Chewbacca. I just I just took choose a basketball player. <laughs> um, I put Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. <laughs> <laughs> I could see actually I could actually see him do the voice <laughs> It'd just be funny to see Will I don't know what he costume That's what I was thinking yeah. And um, The Rock As Chewbacca? Yeah, yes, Chewbacca. kill people Rip people's arms out Chewie would lay the people <laughs> Kick ass The Wookiee's elbow The Wookiee's elbow <laughs> just, just seeing Chewbacca Kill people the way Rock could 
That that could that be, would be amazing. That would be freak. Yes. Oh, Raven actually mentioned something really cool for uh, Theoden, uh from for Obi Wan, Bernard Hill. I'm yeah, actually yeah. gonna go with oh. Robert O'Reilly. Oh, oh yes, because if you ask me, Robert O'Reilly should have had Bernard Hill role in Order Ring. Yes. Yes. But it's it's his eyes. It's his eyes. You see but his I w- eyes. I will see that Bernard Hill would be a better choice for Obi Wan because Bernard Hill seems to be a lot more calm, centered. <laughs> centered. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Stable. That's it. Okay, I've got the screen test now. Okay. Or we'll listen to uh, the SNL Star Wars screen test, the first and the second one. Just bring those up. So I don't screw up don't with the mix and everything. Yeah. That's it. Um, meanwhile, you got Chewie Lando. Ah, just before we go to Lando. just before we go to the the the, the sketch, Lando. Okay, I mm. pick uh, Will Smith I think or Denzel Washington. Yeah. I think okay, it's too funny and the other one's too serious. Okay, what's your choice then? My first choice was Samuel L. Jackson. Okay, and uh, my sec my second choice is actually Tone Lock. From Tone Loke from the WB Superstar. The okay. Because I mean the performance he gives on the WB Superstar is actually worth a Lando performance. Okay. Oh, Giving I shit to people and lying in their yeah, face. He's okay, my not suave and classy, okay. you know. My third choice is Morgan Friedman. Oh. Cool, but he's a bit he's a bit he's old. He's a bit old. Yeah. He's too serious. Sam Jackson is my second choice. Yeah. And my first choice is Snoop Dogg. Oh, what would Snoop Dogg? No, I yes, imagine him. He would be so smooth. Th- that too smooth. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> as smooth as Crisco. <laughs> I mean, he would. He would probably no. I'm not gonna go say that. Yes, it could turn back on me. <laughs> he is suave, and he would. He would do good. I think he's he's a good actor. Mm. He can play that role. So here's Skeetor is. Continuing to uh, insult us again? Oh yes, we're. Uh, I cannot, nor I can't deny that it's true. We are geeks. Yeah, you know she actually uh, mentioned Kira Knightley for the princess. Nope. Why not Natalie Portman or Kira Knightley? Natalie Portman or Kira Knightley? I'll say yes. I want her as Ula. Ooh. <laughs> I want I, I want Amy Allen. No, no, okay. <laughs> Let's listen to the yes and thing. Yeah. Okay. Two decades ago, George Lucas's science fiction epic Star Wars captured the imagination of the world. Now, the 20th anniversary re-release is available on home video with spectacular new footage like these never-before-seen screen tests. Christopher Walken on solo screen test. Okay, Chris, whenever you're ready. I'm captain of the Millennium Falcon... Chewie here tells me you're looking for passage to the Alderaan system. Yes, indeed. If it's a fast ship. (laughs) Fast ship? You've never heard of the Millennium Falcon. It's the ship that made the Kessel Run in less than 12 parsecs. She's fast enough for you, old man. That sucked. I'm sorry. I need a minute. Damn it. You know, I had it. C-3PO screen test? 32. Okay, C-3PO. I'm sorry, who's in there? 
It's Richard Dreyfus. Damn you. I told you I didn't want to wear the damn mask. Okay, just, just do the scene, Richard. What I really need is a droid that understands the binary languages of moisture evaporators. Evaporators? Sir, my first job was programming binary load lifters. Very similar to your evaporators in most respects. Thank you very much. Now, listen, I can do that better, okay? Thanks, but uh, we've got all we need. Look, I don't need this. I was in Jaws, okay? Okay, thanks. Walter Matthau, Obi-Wan Kenobi, screen test. All right, Walter, here we go. I never heard of them hitting anything this big before. They didn't. But we are meant to think they did. These tracks are side by side. Sand people always ride single file to hide their numbers. These are the same Jawas that sold us R2 and 3PO. Jawas? What the hell is this picture about anyway? Well, Walter, it's a space adventure about a magical force and all the people and creatures who oh, inhabit right. a distant galaxy. W Walter? W Walter? Star Wars, the 20th anniversary home video. Available at video stores everywhere. Star Wars, the 20th anniversary home video. Burt Reynolds, Darth Vader screen test. Fire away. Uh, Bert, we need the helmet. <laughs> Lord Vader, your sad devotion to that ancient religion has not helped you conjure up the stolen data tapes or given you clairvoyance enough to find the rebel's hidden fortress. Uh, Bert, you're supposed to strangle the guy now. Oh, what, like, uh, go over there, choke him? No, no, you, you kind of have, you kind of twist your fingers at him. Ah. I get. See, see, you have this mystical power. Let me ask you a question. Uh, <clears throat> what kind of car does this guy drive? Um, all right, Barbara Streisand, Princess Leia screen test. Okay, whenever you're ready, Barbara. This is our most desperate hour. Help me, Obi Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Barbara, you're gonna want to take that way down. Smaller? Yeah. I can do that. Okay, whenever you're ready. This is our most desperate hour. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Okay, thanks. I didn't get the part, did I? Jack Lemon, Chewbacca screen test. Take one. Okay, excuse me. Before we put the spaghetti in the machine, can someone tell me what the hell one of these Chewbacca things is? Well, he's a Wookiee, Jack. A what? A what the hell is a Wookiee? Um, it's like a space ape. Oh, that's terrific. You had me drive all the way from Beverly Hills to play a f***ing space ape? Uh, just, just put the mask on. I'm going to take a dump in this damn mask. Jack, what I'm please gonna do. put it on. Why can't I audition for Obi-Wan? You got math out screen testing. I'd be a terrific Obi-Wan. Please put the mask on. Ah, yourself. Star Wars, the 20th anniversary home video. Available at video stores everywhere. There we go. <laughs> and welcome back to Star Wars on Direct. Where we have to help our friend the producer <laughs> with his machine. Let's continue on. Yes. Brew. Burt Reynolds as Darth Vader. Vader. Nice. <laughs> Come on. I would actually cast Michael Rosenbaum. I think they did. You know the uh, the secret crew casting? Uh, who was the... Uh, Richard Dreyfuss actually... Uh, dead cast this dead cast for secret review really yeah, yeah. Poor I think yeah you know for his sake 
It's I think better. It's a, it's I think better. it's a good thing you didn't cut it. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> okay. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Vader. Vader. Michael Rosenbaum. Yeah. yeah. Lex Luthor from, from, from Smallville. I think we'll do great Vader. <laughs> Too young. Um, Vinnie Jones as Darth Vader. Do you know who Vinnie Jones is? No. You know the big, you know the big English guy? He was in Snatch, Lock, two, uh, Lock, Stock, Two Smoking Barrels. He was also in Eurotrip, the the uh, Man's United fan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know. The crazy guy. About. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Obnoxious. Yes. Kicks people ass. Yes. That should be Vader. I put another. Not as a bad teacher. choice. I put Vin Diesel as the. He has the. He has a. Uh, you know the, the voice. He has the presence. He has the. Uh, you know the the voice is get a, a rocky voice. I I don't know how you say a deep a voice. deep voice and you know it's kind of harsh voice. It's yeah. Barry White as the voice of Darth Vader. Nah. Okay. My 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 other choice is Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah. For the voice. Yeah. 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 It's a deep That's voice. Good. Yeah. You couldn't I mean play under the suit though. It's too easy, too big. No, no. For the voice. For the yeah. Voice, for okay. the voice. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. good. Okay, uh, before we continue, uh, there were some suggestion in the chat uh, during the, uh, the the SNL uh, screen test. So That's right. Dave Cool gained to imitate Yoda's voice. Because I can't remember who's Dave Cool. I don't know. I I love the lyrics that uh, Miss that Mrs. Duran put for. Master for Durant. for uh, Master Duran for uh, Snoop Dogg sipping on Jedi juice laid back with my mind on my credits and my credits on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Good job. Dave Cooley, okay, after that. He was in... Uh, he was doing uh, the voice for the Jetson. Yes. He did a lot of voice... Uh, <sighs> he did a lot of voice. He, he was in Full House. Yeah, he was in Full oh. House. Oh. Joey. Okay. Joseph Alvin okay. Gladstone. I remember now. Good, because I still don't. <laughs> but that's okay. Okay, uh, there's... Uh, like Robert Duvall as Obi-Wan. Robert Duvall as Obi-Wan. Too serious. Topher Grace as Luke. He's wiry. Yeah. Eric from that 70s show. Yeah, I know. He's geeky enough. Yeah, somebody suggested it. He I would most likely email. he was he would most likely get into the casting. Yeah, he would be a front runner. Yes, he's mm-hmm. very wiry. He looks good in the suit. As he's proved many a times. <laughs> yeah. He looks good in the suit. So should we actually cast Ashton Kutcher as uh, Chewbacca? Ashton Kutcher. No. And uh, Ashton Kutcher will play as, uh, Han Solo. Ashton Kutcher will play a stormtrooper that bumps his head. <laughs> or <laughs> falls off a ramp. Or TK421. No, I have Affleck uh-huh. down as TK421. You have Affleck down as TK421. Yes. And of course, Matt Damon as TK422. No. Uh, oh Matt yeah, that's actually Damon is not around. This is a great timing for one of another Sebastian's crazy theories. Okay. We have actually TK421 going up the ramp, but there's another TK down there. Is it TK422 or TK420? Or another TK, or another TK whatsoever. 
You're just saying you're just saying one two four two zero just not to agree with me. <laughs> that's a that's a question we have to ask George Lucas. Because you have you'll have no idea how to answer it. Okay. There was the Rock as Lando here in the Italian suggested The Rock Dwayne Johnson. I'm gonna I'm gonna go no. It is. Okay. That's interesting. What? what <laughs> Something just came to my attention. Where? Um, who would you have? You, you were going to say, uh, you were going to go on with um, um, Baru. Baru, Judy Dench. Which is? In Riddick. Carrie? Oh, Jack. The wha- the in Riddick, she plays the white-haired prophet. Oh. Oh. Yeah, that's a great choice. As the old Baru. Yes, the elemental, you mean? But yes. we're doing the classic okay. trilogy, so it's yes. the old bear. Uh, yeah, um, she would be good. Maggie Smith as the uh, as Brew as well. She plays Professor McGonagall in the Harry Potter movies. Okay, oh, yeah. and the, the old uh, witch. Okay, yeah. But, uh, she wouldn't be too bad. I think she's a little bit too stern. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good actress can play various roles. Yeah, yeah but she doesn't look nice. Like no offense. I wouldn't take like candies from her. <laughs> okay, we're uh, Tiger Claw said John Voight as Obi Wan. That's a no, 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 no. John Voight would do anything. Yes, Snoop Dogg as Lando. <laughs> no. Don't question my judgment. <laughs> you mentioned Affleck. Ethereum says actually Kutcher would be the worst look ever. I agree. Um. Yeah, okay. You just got plonked. Just, <laughs> just, <laughs> just Voight as, uh, as any Imperial officer would be great. Yeah, okay. yeah. Captain Piet? No, I, more like uh, Ozzel. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. didn't really go into the Brit to the officers. No. I think yeah. on a comedy side point, one of the officers could be Eddie Izzard because he's hilarious. He's a British comedian. Okay. okay. He's also a transvestite. <laughs> okay. <laughs> any any references? Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. He would do either a great emperor or a great imperial officer. Are, are we getting into the emperor now? Yeah, well, we could. I go put ahead. Gary Oldman. Yeah, you know what? I, I actually I have someone worse than Ashton Kutcher for uh, Luke? Luke's. I'm gonna keep it for okay. later. Okay, Christopher Walken. Yes. Christopher Walken, I see as Tarkin. Okay, I see that. Um, Palpatine, uh, Christopher Lee. Yeah. He's a bit. Yeah, I wouldn't touch him after Lord of the Rings. I would. George Lucas already did. He already cast him. Um, also, Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. He plays in what? Back to the Future. Oh, yeah. Hello. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Doc. <laughs> Doc. <laughs> no, as Tarkin, I've put Robert Patrick, the guy who plays the T-1000. Yeah. yeah he got the square face, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Was um, in the X-Files also the last season? David Carradine for Tarkin. Kill Bill. Oh. He was Bill. Yeah. Um, Sean Connery is Tarkin. He would be a lot of my friend. I was talking with my friend about this. People just typecast him as James Bond. They'll see James Bond. They won't believe it. Uh, shut up. No. Alan so Rickman. You Grant. No. Alan Rickman as Tarkin. You know, maybe that that sounds. I think that might actually be the guy I was talking thinking about, because I've I've got this great Tarkin. 
and it would be perfect anytime. And I really can't remember. Alan, what? Rickman. Rickman? Okay, now I, I get to stop you because Heather called you Sebi. Yes. It's been going on for a couple of shows now. Oh. Ithorian, just to... Um, Affleck is a whore. He also, he's, also, he's also an alcoholic, and he's a ladies' man. I don't think Han Solo is like that. I don't, I don't want to see Affleck as Han. But it, I, I don't a, like it, Affleck. It, it's an actor. So yeah, yeah, I know. But the Affleck, Affleck, he's funny. The off-screen wouldn't fit the no. Anne character, that's why. But yeah. anyway... I don't. I don't see Han as Affleck because okay. Affleck's a ham. Alan Rickman was not the guy I was thinking of, and to be honest, he's he's good as a bad guy. He's really good as a bad guy, but I wouldn't see him very well in the role of Tarkin. Who's Ron Perlman? Let me I forget. Internet let movie let database. Let me take yes, a Ron Perlman. He played um, Hellboy. Oh, let me take a few seconds PM? to thank. The internetmoviedatabase.com. Ralph Fiennes would be good, and so would Tim Roth. Please do Asolov. Sure. Uh, the only character you could play would be Ansolo because he's like a macho guy. But yeah, Richard they Dean can Anderson. Play Chris Richard Dean Anderson would would be a great Ansolo. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, Stargate. As well. Yeah. He's but better in Stargate. MacGyver was good. Yeah. But you were too young. <laughs> I was too young. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> See, this is why I have such a big passion for duct tape. Okay. No, it would be Chewbacca for fixing things. <laughs> yeah. No, Ron Perlman is Chewbacca. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Um, moving on. My favorite character to cast, Boba Fett. Actually, Tarkin? Tate Donovan. Yeah. I could see that. I could see that. Um, Boba Fett. I put Vin Diesel also. I have Vin Diesel as well. Seb? For Boba Fett, I, I really like Vin Diesel. Especially if... But you have, you have to add a scene where he takes off his helmet. Yeah. And you see it's Vin Diesel. And you see it's Vin Diesel, but... He has I the voice, you know. I want to see, like, a scar in his face somehow. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. That would be really, really cool. Um, I also put Colin Farrell. Bullseye yeah. from Daredevil. Yeah. Uh, Jason Stadman, again, because I find that the Han and Boba Fett are reversible. I'll put Vinnie Jones as okay. that I put and Vin Diesel of course Great. I think Vin Diesel could play a freaking good Boba Fett you see just to, like R2-D2 I've put re a remote you know a yeah, robot and CGI you would the same thing C-3PO same thing I think see Chris Rock would be funny as R2-D2 if he had lines yeah make R2 black <laughs> that would be cool you know, you put a white gay guy in C-3PO and a black <laughs> racist guy in R2. No, Chris Rock isn't racist. He has strong points of view. Yeah. Alan coming as C-3PO. Itorian from the chat. Who's Alan, Alan coming? Yeah, 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 I guess. Y it could work, but I, I'm not sure if he's whiny enough. Oh, Patrick that out loud. Stewart. Patrick Stewart, I don't think fits in anywhere. Maybe there'll be one. May nah, nah, he's bald. Engage. I, I think he could fit in as Obi Wan, but you'd have to work very hard to differentiate him. Yeah. But yeah. 
Okay. What about Java? Oh, then he has. Oh, uh, we go for Neo already. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wait. Then he says CGI for like the classic. If we're casting today, that's know? it. But if we're to do a funny movie, if or we're a worst casting if ever, if we're to do the worst casting ever, then he has the best actor for Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. And there is no way no one can compete with that. Yeah. I would choose Ron Jeremy because he is ugly <laughs> and he has a big tail. <laughs> a big <laughs> okay, that's good casting. <laughs> I, I put down Will Ferrell and Jack Black. Jack Black because he's a slob. <laughs> and Jack Black's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, Master Duran said the, the guy who played Morpheus for Lando. Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. <laughs> he's too bulky. I, I he's so, so but but he's smooth. I think he's know. too rigid though. Yeah. Morpheus is rigid. Um Ula. Sebastian? I, I didn't go uh guess the <laughs> those uh <laughs> Why would you ask me who would I pick to play Hula? There's only one Hula for me. And that's, and that's the actress who played her. Oh second. Yeah, I, I'm going with Jessica Alba. <laughs> Anyone who's seen any previews for Honey, I don't watch the movie. Mm-hmm. Watch the previews. Yes. Okay, she can dance. <laughs> she can. She's hot. Oh, she can mm-hmm. dance. Oh, she can dance. <laughs> any Britney Spears, Aguilera type of no, ladies? No, not really. But you know, as a dancer in Jabba the Hutt's palace, you could actually see um, Christina Aguilera. Britney Spears. No, you couldn't. And who was the other the other one that was picked this morning by our French listeners? It was really funny. Think about it. They all yeah, fall in the pit. They all fall in the pit. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> what about Mon Mothma? I didn't pick. Well, we had a ch- uh, oh, uh, choice in French, but. Uh, Genevieve O'Reilly. No, no, but from the old. Oh, uh, you said probably Scully could play. Uh, yeah, Dan Mothma. Yeah. yeah. Angelina Jolie. Yeah, she got the stature for the. Uma Thurman. Yeah, she's tall. Yeah, yeah. She could play Leia also, but nah, a bit she's old. Too old. Yeah, yeah, a little bit too old for. Angelina Jolie, I think, would be a great, great choice. Yeah, but too pretty for a s- uh, that smaller role. No, no such thing. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll take this moment to announce you that uh, the fourth Final Four-Way ladies match has been won by Trish Stratus. Okay. This is the Canadian night tonight. It's really weird. And uh, yeah, Jerry Seinfeld as C-3PO. That's actually a good. Yeah, good. That's, that's actually that'd be a good. Funny. Oh, that's it. Carrie Ann Moss as Mon Mothma. Yeah, that's a good choice. Okay. Yes. Very good choice. Oh, the worst emperor ever, Michael Jackson. You <laughs> 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 got the face for it. I actually have the worst uh, Obi. He doesn't need any makeup. <laughs> okay, that's the it. worst Obi Wan ever, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you could really have a worst. They'd just be all on the same level for Yeah. Me. Just bad. I, I have the most, the, the funniest Han Solo ever. And there's no one that can beat me on this one. Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin? From what? Remember? No. I mean, come on, mate. Oh, from down under. The crocodile hunter. And of course, Chewbacca would be a kangaroo then. No, I put Jack Black as and Solo <laughs> with David Spade at Luke Skywalker. <laughs> I only have I have the worst Luke ever, Paulie Shore. Oh, sh- 
shit. What's up, buddy? buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I took David Spade because you resemble a bit Luke, and he's a whiner, and you know. Yeah. In most of his Jack, role, Jack Black would be great as Han Solo. As a, in a funny movie like Space Boy. Yes. You know? You could just see, like you, you see, see you get into the cockpit and there'd be like fast food wrappers <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> hey, you know, Tiger Claw actually mentioned Courtney Cox as Leia. Uh, too old. You know, yeah. yeah, but I'm thinking about this. Um, what? Yeah, she has the attitude. No, 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 no. Uh, Rachel. Jennifer What's Aniston. Yeah. Jennifer Aniston. She actually put She's on the so blah. She actually put on the costume. Yeah. So what? But Raven said that Jello would fall well in the pit. That's it. That's true. Jello, Britney Spears, and Christina Aguilera. That's it. Matt LeBlanc as Han Solo would be so true. She could cast friends. Yeah. Oh, you do. Hey, that would be bad. That would. What would be really, really disastrous is casting Star Trek actors into Star Wars. Very difficult. You know what? In Friends, it would actually work. Wesley Ross, Crusher. Ross would be what Luke, probably yeah. yeah. Monica would be Leia, yeah. Rachel, ooh, ooh no, Chandler would be Luke. Oh no, Chandler. Okay, no, that's it okay. Has a brother and sister. Yeah, that's it. Rachel Chandler. would be who? Rachel can fuck off. <laughs> Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> Red hair color. I thought it would be Phoebe. No, 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 Phoebe would be Luke. C3PO. No, Phoebe. No, that's a hard <laughs> choice. That's a hard choice. Who would be? Who would be R2? Oh, Pee Wee Herman, man. Chandler. Joey. Pee Wee Herman as Luke Skywalker. <laughs> oh. oh, that's bad. Use the Force, buddy. <laughs> Got Ethan Hawke would be a good wedge. Yeah, one yeah of the Ethan Hawke. One of the way in uh, Brothers to play Lando, that would be really bad. Yeah, yeah. that would be bad. Undercover brother. Yeah. No, that oh. wasn't him, that was another guy. Oh, okay. Well, uh, we should try to... You know, there was a lot of comments about with uh, the with black African-American in the United States that there was not enough black people in the original trilogy. What... How... We would cast an all-black cast, except for Lando, who would be a, a white guy. A white boy. Um, who would be Lando first, as as a white boy, a suave, cool, white guy? Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Yeah, I see Vince Vaughn. If you've seen Swingers, you understand. Yeah, I understand. I, it's 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 a good choice, but it's a really hard choice as well. It is. It is. I think Vince Vaughn could pull it off. Um, Maybe John ma- Cusack. John Cusack could pull it off. John Cusack could yeah. most definitely, definitely do a very good white. I think, that. I think Jack Black could pull it off as well. As a Lando, yeah. Yes. yes, yes, he could. Yes, if he could. If yeah. if he didn't play a slob, yeah, he would play a very good slob. Imagine and it would kind of be goofy though. Yeah. Just imagine Jack Black with with the velvet cape and <laughs> watch out, watch out! Great, not okay. red line the the mic. Yeah, I'm actually going to go to a few of the emails now because it's yeah. already. Uh, oh, just finish with my choices for oh. uh, the Emperor John Lovitz for a funny movie. Yes, you know what you pull up is yeah, is, uh, Rick Moranis. Yeah. yeah, and I put Lando Calrissian, Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker, yeah. 
because it would be a funny lander. Indeed. Okay. Funny, I don't drink funniest worst. Luke. <laughs> funniest Luke. SpongeBob SquarePants. Uh-huh. I just had to mention it. Yes, uh-huh. I could see SpongeBob. SpongeBob definitely is Luke. Someone should Photoshop that for me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so one of one of our emails that we received uh, from Brendan. Uh, casting Star Wars in 2004. First, my disclaimer. Is Brendan... Uh, what is his uh, last name? Did it put it? I shall not disclose it on the live hair. Okay. But <laughs> I think it, it's Etorian, I'm not sure. Okay, maybe. Uh, first, my disclaimer. Recasting a movie that is a classic is dicey at best, impossible at worst. The archetypes we know and love are already etched into our minds at this point. When you look at recasting, it's difficult not to take the original actors into account and look for someone with similar qualities. That said, if we were cra- casting, ca- casting it with today's actor, I'd have to say Luke Topher Grace, that's of any show in traffic. Odd choice, you may think. I think he can do it too. He can do it though. He can pull off comedy and drama with equal skill, which is important. And more importantly, he has a look about him that screams everyday Joe, which is what I feel look should be. A kid dreaming about getting out of Wisconsin. Uh, I mean, Tatooine. <laughs> <laughs> Leia, Julia Stiles, save the last dance, Mona Lisa smile. Attractive princess, but not necessarily dazzlingly gorgeous. Doe as nails when, doe as nails when she needs to be, but with a soft side, I think she'd do a good job. Okay, I hope she never listens to this show. <laughs> And Colin Farrell, Daredevil and SWAT, intergalactic hard case, smuggler extraordinaire, mischievous rogue with a grin that will that will win over anyone. Sounds like it's tailor-made for Feral. I think it could easily put a, pull it off. Most definitely, I could I could see him as him. C3PO, Alan Cumming, Night Nightcrawler in X2. I don't. I really don't like that. For obvious reason, a character like 3PO plays to Cumming to Cumming's strengths. He plays a feat very well. R2, v- v- Vern Troyer, Mini Me from Austin Powers movie. Hey, you asked. Hobby One, Ian McKellen, X-Men Lord of the Rings. Easy choice, one of the finest actors on the planet today, as evidenced by his Gandalf and his Magneto. As well as performance in such fine films as Gods and Monsters, McKellen shows his range. Plus, he carries himself with a certain bearing that I think is essential for a Jedi. Lando, The Rock. You probably think, I've gone, I've gone off the deep end, are you insane, The Rock? Yes, because I think he has the charisma. I think he's a swaggering gambler who's gone legit. Would be right up his alley, and let's be realistic. As much as we revere these movies, they're not Shakespeare. Lando is all about attitude. I think The Rock has that in spades. Plus, seeing him with the him be with the ladies, man, opposite Julia Stiles would be a oot. <laughs> Voice of Darth Vader, Michael Clark Duncan. Uh, he certainly got deep and bowing down. Uh, and unlike Vin Diesel, he actually hacked a bit. I think he can pull off uh, menacing Sith Lord voice pretty well. Tarkin, that's that's one that's one choice. I totally totally agree with him. Tim Roth from Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs, as well as Four Sweets for those for those of you who know the movie. Mostly because I think he can act head and shoulders above pretty much anyone. He'd be such a menacing Tarkin. He may be a bit younger than Cushing was, but I think he'd be it'd be a good fit. Emperor. Christopher Lee. Yeah, yeah, I can hear one on this one, too. You're casting Lord of the Jedi. Well, there's a reason Peter Jackson and George are casting these guys. They're good. 
And who'd be more evil, Emperor than Dracula, Saruman, Sacramenga, Dooku? Honestly. No, you can't. Honestly. Worst Star Wars cast ever, Ashton Kutcher as Luke, Reese Witherspoon as Leia, Matt LeBlanc as Han, <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld as 3PO, Brad Garrett, everybody loves Remen, as R2, Tallest Galaxy's Astromech, Snoop Dogg as Lando, Rowan Snoop Dogg would make the best Lando, what are you talking yeah. about? Rowan Atkinson as Obi-Wan. I think Rowan Atkinson should play C-3PO. Yes. Yes. Sylvester Stallone as the voice of Darth Vader. Oh, God. William H. Macy. Adrian! <laughs> William H. Macy as Tarkin. And Michael, a. Jackson, Michael Jackson as the Emperor. I think William H. Macy could pull off Tarkin. It would be really bad. I don't think so. Uh, Gary Sinise. As Tarkin would be hilarious. Yes. Brian H sent us an e- sent us an email. We're gonna take a break. We're gonna take a break. Yeah. But you need a break. Yes. Take a break. I'm gonna go on and read. No, seriously, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna no, go on. Be that's because you want to go to uh, see the wrestling. No, that's because I want to finish reading my uh, my fan mail. No, but we could do all the fan after. No. No. Break. Okay, we're going to go to a short musical break because my friends are begging me.
Hi, this is Dennis Bezuera, the producer of Star Wars. You are listening to Star Wars Indirect. And welcome back to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. That kind of caught me by surprise. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm actually going to go and read a couple of the, uh, the emails we've received. And meanwhile, my uh, co-hosts are going to actually think about think about a black cast for Star Wars. So you have to do the same at home while I'm doing the... Uh, don't, don't write it on... You will tell us at the same time. That's it. Even with the, the delay. Yeah. Okay. So Luke Skywalker as Chris Elliott says Brian, uh, star of the Cabin Boy in the TV series Get a Life, plus lots of other things. Chris would be perfect at, at developing a role, a whole other side of Luke character. His character in Cabin Boy was a lot like Luke Skywalker. Both were transformed from naive young boys to heroic to heroic heroes. And there are a lot of parts in the OTC that reminds me a lot of the kind of stuff Ilya does in his other parts. Like walking around, feeling sorry for himself and kicking the rocks at his feet, making that weird little noise to himself when he jumps in the cockpit of the X-Wing in A New Hope, wanting to go to the, to the Tashi station, and so on. Emperor Palpatine. Bill Mo- Mosley played Otis in House of a Thousand Scorps. The Emperor and Otis are a lot alike. Both are insane and sit around all day thinking about how great they are and how old, how only they understand the universe around them, or maybe Charles Nelson Riley would be also a good emperor. Han Solo, Jack Black. Jack is really a good at adding humor to every part he plays. He could also play up a lot of what was already funny about Han Solo already. Like when he runs into all the Stormtrooper and the Death Star, to a lot of the funny facial exper- expression Fords does throughout the OTC. Which is true. Which is true. Princess Leia Organa. Amy Poehler. Upright Citizen Brigade. SNL. Victor, Victor just because I think she's really funny that she could play the Leia part in a really bitchy way. And have a lot of fun with some of the, of the odd dialogue. Like the part where she talks to Tarkin on the Death Star. I would have smelled your foul stench. Could be true. Lando Calrissian. Tim Meadows. Saturday Night Live. He's pretty good, and he'd, good do a, <laughs> he'd do a good job with the ladies' man aspect of Lando. True, true, true. C-3PO, John Inman, Mr. Humphreys from the BBC TV series. Are you being served? He'd kind of be like 3PO now, but taking it to the next level. Chewbacca, Will Ferrell. I'm not the only one, you see? He's pretty tall, and is good at, he's good at using body language to communicate. And he'd play off Jack Black pretty well. Yoda, Jerry Styler, George's dad on Seinfeld. Okay. Jerry Stiller. That remains without any comments. Jerry Stiller is a famous, famous actor. Yes, yes, yes. I'm not contradicting. Very funny. Yes. Darth Vader, Bill Murray. It was hard to pick someone for this part, but I think he'd do a pretty good job with it. Obi-Wan Kenobi, Brian Dole Murray. Gus on Get a Life might as well pick him since Elliot is playing the part of Luke they were really good together in Get a Life Gus would constantly take advantage of the naive Chris Peterson kind of the same way Ben manipulates Luke Ben doesn't manipulate Luke's 
R2D2, Chris Rock. <laughs> I'm not the only one here. He'd be good at complaining a lot. And going on about how no one cares about droids until you need them and how about how, how abused they are. And how he really destroyed the Death Star because without him, the X-Wing wouldn't have made it. But he never got an award. Pretty much, he'd be good at playing R2. As a really bitter character who never gets the respect he deserves. Jabba, Vincent Pastore, Big Pussy on, so on Sopranos. Nien Nam, Wilmer Valderrama, Fez on That 70s Show. <laughs> That's actually a good pick. Droopy McCool, Kyle Glass, KG, the other half of Tenacious D. Gonk Droid, Pauly Shore, Boba Fett, Ben Stiller, something about Mary. He's pretty good at playing an anal retentive art ass. That'd be a pretty funny way of portraying Boba. Hmm. That'd be funny. Indeed. Admiral Agbor, Seymour Castle, Max's father in Rushmore, Bellboy in the Royal Tenenbaums. Okay. Other option would be to use the Lord of the Rings cast for the Star Wars movie, maybe even set it all in the Middle Earth instead of space. Well, that kind of brings you back to the Lord of the Rings, doesn't <laughs> it? Another different way to do Star Wars would be to do it in the old sci-fi serial styles of the 30s and 40s, like Flash Gordon. Star Wars was meant to be a modern-day version of that type of thing. I think it would be fun to see a literal version of that kind of things. And uh, that's Brian's email. Uh, Nathaniel sent us his, his thoughts. Uh, Luke Skywalker could be actually played by... Jade Gillenhall, who was Bubble Boy in Moonlight Mile. I feel he captures a naiveness and a small-town, rural area feel that Mark Hamill brought to the original movie, with the ability to show the growth as well. Obi-Wan Kenobi, Sean Connery, Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade, captures the feeling of being very old and wise, but I still feel like he could have an amount of fight left in him for that final confrontation with Vader. Princess Leia Organa, Angelina Jolie, Tomb Raider. She captures the spirit of the princess who fights back, and has the hedge needed to carry the part of uh, of the parts successfully. You know someone we didn't mention as, as uh, Princess Leia? Jennifer Garner. No. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Whatever you want, Sam. And Solo, Edward Norton. In yeah, uh, yeah, the yeah. Italian German American History, History X. Philip like Fight Club. And Fight Club. <laughs> I feel like he's up to down of his luck, Drifter, Han Solo. Uh, his, and could prove to be a successful glue for the group together. Lando Calrissian, Denzel Washington. He brings out the charm about being a good-heartedness of the character, but also proves he's a man who could play both sides of the villainy good guy as needed. Yoda, R2-D2, C-3PO, and Chewbacca I'd keep the same actor for, because they've proven they're successful with the roles, and had a spice of good comic relief to the movie. Villains. Darth Vader would, and uh, Anakin Skywalker for the voice would be James Earl Jones because no other voice can portray the, men the menace and make it believable as he can. Emperor Palpatine, Vin Diesel, could easily look the part and when it came to the final battle with the confrontation, it would be even freakier. Everyone else involved in the movies, I'd keep the same if they're available or just spend other actors who could capture the same spirit as the originals. These were Nathaniel's stuff. Going the wrong way now. <laughs> uh, Darth Vader would actually be uh, Vin Diesel, by Blister's opinion, uh, because he's a big guy who would would look scary in the suit and actually has pretty good voice for Vader as well. 
Obi-Wan, Ian McKellen, played a similar role in Lord of the Rings and can be versatile enough to play this role. Grandma Tarkin, Robert Unglan, surprisingly an actor that can pull quite a few roles off, mostly known for being Freddy Krueger. Princess Leia, Kira Knightley? Knightley? That's it, okay. Uh, as in episode 1. Han Solo, Edward Norton. Luke Skywalker, Elijah Wood, or Jake Gindahal. Even though both are, both are in, the, in their early 20s, they look very young, and I believe could fit the part very well. Lando Calrissian, Denzel Washington, another very versatile actor. Emperor Palpatine, Anthony Hopkins. Definitely a man that can pull off being creepy, hello Annabelle Lecter. Voice of C-3PO, Andy Serkis. Did a great job with Gollum in The Lord of the Rings, so I'm sure he could pull something off. Which is very yep. interesting thoughts. Uh, th- here's a cast idea by Jordan. Try to get the original cast in here, but I think some good person that would have to be Jennifer Garner from Alias. She's an excellent dramatic actor and maybe would make a good Mara. If not, who knows... What else she could actually be playing in the trilogy? Okay, um, I just thought of someone. I was thinking of someone earlier this week, and I remembered what I had thought. Ben Kingsley, he plays Gandhi. Yeah, as Tarkin. Tarkin, Palpatine, or Obi Wan. Yeah, Palpatine. I could definitely see him in either role. Palpy, 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 go Palpy. Um. Cal sent us his heroes. Luke would be played by Willem Dafoe. Uh, Han Solo would be played by Samuel. Luke by William Dafoe? Oh, yes. He's a bit old. Han Solo by Samuel L. Jackson. Leia, oh. Leia by Jenna Jameson. And Obi-Wan by George Carlin. George Carlin. I could see that the others, no way. That's time Jackson play Han Solo. Jenna Jameson? No. Villains, Darth Vader, the actor would be Shaq, and the voice would be Arnold Schwarzenegger. Luke, you are my son. <laughs> the Hasta Emperor. La Vista. Hasta la Vista, Skywalker. <laughs> the Emperor, Jack Instead Nicholson. Of, I have you now, it's Hasta la, la Vista. Vista. That's it. Jack Nicholson as the Emperor. That's, that's actually a really good one. Uh, Matthew sent us his, uh, his ideas. Okay, first off, this is an. Uh, an hypothetical and I have free reign here so whatever Lucas is casting but he ain't directing he's giving the project to Jerry Bruckheimer and company sad sad don't mean anything personal by this George but hey I mean come on it's gotta be a blockbuster in 2004 right alright here goes the Bruckheimer Star Wars squad Luke Skywalker would be Vin Diesel hey he needs to be buff to live the moisture farm equipment Han Solo would be Nicolas Cage He's inherited some of that Han Solo-esque funk over the years. Princess Leia. Oh my God. I'm what? S- I'm sorry, people. Paris Hilton, royalty incarnate, and she wants a shot at it just to say she did it. C-3PO, Will Ferrell. Isn't that her motto about everything in life? I think so. <laughs> yes. Will Ferrell. They'll just paint paint his face gold, and it would it would work too. R2D2, Vern Troy, Amy, me. Gets his face painted white somehow. It it too works. Chewbacca, Shaquille O'Neal, because Kazam worked so well, he wanted to go into method acting. Darth Vader as Arnold Schwarzenegger, the Governor is the OG Diesel. <laughs> Just a few dots. And uh, 
I really hope that the alternate universe where this casting is for real, Jerry Bruckheimer is also not a co-fending uh, producer of crap movies. Okay, fine. Pirate of the Caribbean wasn't too bad. He did that one right. Whatever. <laughs> and that was from Matt from uh, Dustin, California. Instead of casting... Uh, Alorenzo sent us... Uh, instead of casting this as if it were a new film, I'll cast it as if we were remaking it. As with recent remakes and adaptation of TV shows, could approach it as serious big-budget summer flick way or in a low-budget way as a parody, etc. There would be several possibilities. Star Wars The Last Hope, a big action film, alas, am I... What? Alla? Like... Mission Impossible. Yeah, okay. Oh. Oh, oh okay. It, there's a French yeah, reference in there. Yeah, a la Mission Impossible. Yeah. Okay. Luke Skywalker would be Ben Affleck. Han Solo would be Tom Cruise. Obi-Wan would be Clint Eastwood. Leia would be Bridget Moynihan. Grandma Tarkin would be Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Darth Vader would be Tyler Main, voiced by Sean Connery. And C-3PO would be Jason Lee. <laughs> Last choice is the only one I'd take. Yes, me too. Gary, uh, Gary Oldman for? Grand Moff Tarkin. Yeah. Uh, additional casting for, sp- for sequels. Lando, Will Smith. Palpatine, Ed Harris. And Vader without the... Vader, some mask, would be Sean Connery. Directed by Michael Bay. Star Wars, a new whoopee, a parody committee, thinks Starsky and Hutch. Luke would be Owen Wilson, Han would be Ben Stiller, Obi-Wan Jerry Styler, Leia Cameron Diaz, Grandma Tarkin, oh my god, Bill Murray, <laughs> Darth Vader, Arnold Schwarzenegger, C-3PO would be Chris Rock, and R2-D2 would be Jack Black. Additional casting for that would be Lando, Eddie Murphy, Palpatine would be Robert De Niro, and Vader saw mask would be Arnold Schwarzenegger. And this would be directed by none other than Ben Stiller. Eh, scary. Okay, Jason sent us that for Luke Skywalker. For this role, you need someone that can portray a character that truly learns and grows over the course of the trilogy. Someone that can convincingly portray a real coming of age. Story on a galactic scale. In other words, you want someone that can portray both youthful exuberance in episode 4 and hard-earned maturity in episode 6. I think Henry Canville from The Count of Monte Cristo could pull this off. For Princess Leia Organa, for Leia, obviously, uh, you need someone who's a blend of duh, of, of tough. Thank you. No. Regal and, of course, beautiful. While I was initially tempted to transplant a Natalie Portman from the prequel trilogy to the original trilogy, I actually decided on a different prequel trilogy actress. After seeing her portrayal of Brise and Troy, I think Rose Byrne would suit the, sm- the part admirably. And Rose Byrne actually played in episode 1. Right? I believe so. I've seen her name associated with Star Wars before. Han Solo. When it comes to the charming rogue, I think Matthew McConaughey would fill this role I pretty well. I think Matthew McConaughey could play Han Solo very well. Indeed. Um, he's got the right age difference from Leia and Luke and comfortable both as a romantic la- lead as evidenced by the long string of romantic comedies he's stared in... Starred in... in, in, in he's starred in... Thank you. 
and in more action-oriented roles such as Reign of Fire. Given his performance in films like Freightly, it's pretty clear he's got the acting chops to pull it off. Besides all that, he's got a bit of the same down-on-the-country charm that Ancelo also seemed to have. He's also a rogue, kind of like you see in uh, Days to Confused. He plays Wooderson, the womanizing, going-after-high-school-girls guy. Plus, he could definitely hold this down to the verbal sparing matches with Princess Leia. Obi-Wan Kenobi would be actually uh, being a mildly controversial controversial choice. And while there are several very talented actors who can play the elder mentor role fantastically, Patrick Stewart and Sir Ian McKellen immediately spring to mind, I took a cue from one of Lucas' original casting ideas from Obi-Wan, Toshiro Mifune, and would cast Ken Watanabe from The Last Samurai. Yeah, great choice. Even aside from giving the core, the core cast a touch more radical diversity, Watanabe could convincingly portray both of the sense of dignity and honor that clings to the battered old warrior, and the sense of sadness and loss that he bears. Plus, he's got the swordsman training experience to make his battle with Vader in episode 4 much more dynamic than the original version. That, that I would see with Jetly as Luke, and like yeah. di- directed by Quentin Tarantino in Hong Kong. Hong mm. uh, Kong version of Star Wars. Yes, it wouldn't be Tarantino. It would be what's his name? <sighs> Did the Chungking Express and a bunch of other. Um, um, and of I'm course, you'd have Chow Yun Fat and all the other guys to play to play in there as well. Darth Vader, as a classic James Earl Jones voice, is the interest of a new cast, and once again transplanting a prequel actor to the OT, I placed the voice of Christopher Lee behind the mask. In the suit, we need a large, physically oriented ha- actor. Given that I'd be all about body language and fighting style, I think Ralph Moeller, formerly of the Conan TV series, could fill out the, the suit nicely. He's got the bulk and more than a bit of swordsman experience training. Grand Moff Tarkin would be portrayed by Sir Ian McKellen, C-3PO would be portrayed by John Cleese of Monty Python, famed to provide the oft befuddled voice of everyone's favorite translator uh, droid. Chewbacca, throw Tyler Main of X-Men and Troy into that furry suit and call him call it a day. He's a bit more bulky than he's somewhat than a somewhat Ianki Peter Mayu, but I think that he just served to give Chewbacca a more imposing presence, especially in his early scenes, before we discover what a big lovable teddy bear he is. Lando Calrissian, aside from being probably the most prominent black actor of his generation, I somehow have an easy time picturing Denzel Washington as an old friend of Matthew McConaughey, who Han Solo. Uh, take a few elements of from some of Denzel's more recent role, like Training Day or An Out of Time, you can easily see him slipping into a more ruggish role than he's otherwise known for. Emperor Palpatine. This one was tough for me because uh, there's so many actors out there that seem to, explain, to, to excel at playing villainous role. In this case, I went for a slightly more obscure Shakespearean actor by the name of Stephen Burkov. I think the most recent thing I recall seeing him in the Children of Dune miniseries as Stelgar. But the best reference I can give is that I saw him in a in a one-man show, a reporter in many of Shakespeare's great villain monologues, trust me, this guy would be great. Would be a great Palpatine, given the opportunity. Obviously, there are many other roles that could be filled, both Fen Wedge and Tilly spring to mind, but I figure I'd stick to the major players and leave most of the supporting cast to the imagination. In any case, I think this core cast could work 
could work one pretty well. There's Tiger Claw who said that there's a, a Star Wars fan film called Quentin Tarantino Star Wars. It was made with action figures. Didn't see it. Now, John, 2004 ideal, Han Solo would be Brad Pitt, Princess Leia would be Kira Knightley, Luke Skywalker, Jake Gyllenhaal. Who is Jake Gyllenhaal? Day after tomorrow. Okay. Uh, the voice of Darth Vader, James Earl Jones. Vader in the suit would be The Rock. <laughs> Palpatine, Ian McDiarmid. Biggs, Ed Norton. Lendo, Denzel Washington. The worst crew, Han, Han Solo, Matthew Perry. <laughs> Leia, Caddy Bates. Oh. Luke, Eddie Izzards. Hey, he'd be funny. Voice of Vader, Anthony Daniels. Vader in suit, Eddie K. Thomas. Biggs, Jack Nicholson. And Lando, <laughs> Michael Winslow. Wow, Jack Nicholson is Biggs. Why not? Why not? And that's it. That's it for our friends from the from, from the uh, emails. The emails we re- we've received. Okay. Wow. Now, Brian, what did you came up for a uh, black cast? Luke, Chris Rock. That's the only one I didn't have a uh, a choice. Um, for Obi Wan, okay. I put Morgan Friedman. I could I put Lawrence Fishburne as an Obi Wan. I don't like him. Morpheus typecast. <laughs> Leia put Alicia. She's dead though. I put Ali Berry as Leia. Uh, Catwoman's gonna ruin Ta- it for everyone. Yeah. Tatiana Halle. Okay. Han Solo. I put Jamie Fox. And Solo... Oh, I didn't put anything. Oh. Oh, and Solo, Will Smith. Yeah. You can see that. <laughs> yeah. For C-3P, I'll put Chris Tucker. Same here. He's And funny. R2-D2, uh, Chris Rock. For yeah. me. Pop team, I put Steve Harvey. Put Sam... <laughs> <laughs> Steve Harvey? Yes. <laughs> he plays Steve him. Steve Harvey's big time. <laughs> he actually has this show on the WB... <laughs> Which we'd like to mention once more tonight, and it's basically a show where people just it's sign like a up. Talent show. It's a talent show. People just sign up and go. Oh, and okay. With big mustache. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. <laughs> I put Sam Jackson as Palpatine. Okay. I put a Morris Fat. Fat. A reversal. Michael okay. Duncan Clark. Clark Duncan. For the voice. Yeah, Michael Clark Duncan. For the voice of Vader, I put. No, I put him in the body. I put him in the suit as well. Oh. Oh yeah. Okay, he's got he's got he's some weight to us, but he's got he's got the muscular part of it, you know. He but with the cape, it doesn't show that much. That's it. <laughs> exactly. he, he, they'd have to make him seem taller. Yeah, as a fit, I I've, I've put Denzel Washington. I put Sam Jackson. Just as like a reversal. Okay. And you said, in terms of black cast, it's really really tough. Uh, Luke Skywalker. Who would play a really good Luke Skywalker? I was looking for a young tin guy. Uh, Chris Rock. Yeah, but this is Chris Tucker. That's what it is. It's not a bad show. Uh, the guy who plays Gun in Angel. Yes. Yeah, he'd be good. He'd be a good. He'd be a good guy to play. Maybe Han Solo. Han or Luke. Han or Luke. Yeah, I, I, I think so. I'd see him at that, as, as that. Uh, a younger Will Smith would have been a great mm-hmm. uh, Luke Skywalker. Yes. C-3PO, like Carlton from uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. 
yeah. Yeah. The voice of Darth Vader? Uncle Phil. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Tatiana Halley, of course, as Princess Leia. Um, who else am I missing here? R2-D2. Oh, the guy who played Jeffrey the Butler? <laughs> you put Ga- uh, Gary Coleman from different yeah. oh. sets at Centerpiece. Gary Coleman. Uh, uh, Hammer is Vader. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Can you see him dance? <laughs> I, could, I could so see him coming on this on the screen. Boom, 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 boom. Who can touch me? <laughs> <laughs> With the big pants, <laughs> the buffy pants. Yeah, the buffy pants. You know, I could I could so see that happen. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Oh um, man. Or as Lando, and Sam as Lando, no? MC Amor as Lando. Hmm. No way. No, no way. he can't touch me. You know? <laughs> uh, no, he's not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put him as Lando. Um, the one guy I would most definitely put as Lando, down put down as Lando is um, the guy. I don't remember his name. Who uh, was actually doing the pimp on the on WWE? Oh, very, yeah. uh, what's his name? Okay, yeah. The uh, Soul Train, the the, the O Train, the O Train, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember his name. That guy would Pimpin have been. Pimpin ain't easy. That's the only thing I remember. Pimpin ain't easy. That would that guy would have been great as Lando. You know, what would be funny is the Emperor, the guy who played Shaft, the original Shaft. The original Shaft. As the Emperor. Yes. Yes, most definitely. Because then you can have I Sam have Jackson as Vader, and he's yeah. Karen. It yeah. would be really good. Yeah, I had an idea for Palpatine. I don't remember. Oh no, it it was in my in Cedric my worst entertainer. It was in my worst <laughs> casting. That I put that fifty that cents <laughs> as Lando Calrissian. <laughs> That'd be my worst. I, I originally thought him as Boba Fett. That would actually be, uh, you know, Yoda, Gary Coleman again. <laughs> could oh. do a good job, but Cedric, <laughs> the, Cedric the Entertainer as Yoda. As Yoda, yeah, I could see it happen, and it'd work. Yes, most definitely. It'd oh, be and though. of course, uh, the guy from SNL as Lando could also do a good job. Tracy Morgan. Yeah, Tracy mm-hmm. Morgan could do a very good job as Lando. Yeah, look at my uh, worst casting C-3PO. Richard Simmons. Annoying. Annoying. Elf guy or uh, not regime, but uh, diet guy. guy. Yeah, yeah. diet guy. So we're gonna go to a break. We're gonna go to go- we're gonna go to a short musical break from Star Wars on Direct, where we'll be listening to. <laughs> I got it here. I got it here. We're gonna be listening to Rod Stewart for Forever Young, and we'll be right back on Star Wars on Direct right after this.
This is Jeff Roney, creator of Tatooine TV. And you, yes you, are listening to Star Wars on Direct. And we are back to Star Wars on Direct. I was actually expecting a little community update uh, intro there. No. Yes. We're not going community before uh, other? Or? Actually, you could actually just throw in the community update before that. Okay. Going now. Oh, the humanity. Welcome back to Star Wars Sun Direct and the community update. We actually have only one uh, very important uh, exposition, which is called Trek Expo 2004, to plug in Tulsa, Oklahoma, from June 18th to the 20th, 2004, with Star Wars guest Ray Park, who shied us a couple of years ago in Toronto, and Daniel Logan Boba Fett. So if you want to go see him and ask him if he's actually going to be in Episode 3 or not... He won't tell you, though. You know, he won't tell you, though. <laughs> uh, give, give, him, give, him, give him a couple of beers. He said 15. Yeah, that, that's, what I'm, that, that's exactly my point. <laughs> He'll okay. spit it right out. <laughs> uh, it's going to be in the Exposition Center on Expo Square in Tulsa, Oklahoma. The hours are from fr- Friday 11 a.m. to 7 p.m., Saturday 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., Sunday 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. For admissions and more information, you should visit the www.starbase21ok.com slash trek underscore expo underscore 2004.htm. Can you repeat that? That's a really www.starbase21ok.com slash trek underscore expo underscore 2004.htm. And at the time? No, that's going to be no, fine. fine. Okay, I'm also going to mention the fact that you uh, heard our friend Jeff Roney. Uh, right before uh, we came back the first time And he's going to be attending the Comic Con at San Diego He's going to be in the fan club breakfast I believe Yep And if you want to meet him It's like a great opportunity to do so And there's I don't know if there's ticket left Tons Probably. of guests Probably yeah. There's tons of guests at the, star, at the San Diego Comic Con It's incredible I, just, I, I would like that m- About as many guests Get to Dragon Con But you know Brian Zakarian yes. Jansen is actually going to be at Comic-Con, Kit Fisto, cool. himself, in person, the six-pack. The smile mounted on a six-pack. <laughs> That's my new description of Kit Fisto. But you know, if you take a look at the Kit Fisto p- uh, picture from, uh, from the action figures, you could swear it's played by George Lucas. Kit Fisto has no neck. Ooh. <laughs> Seb is insulting. No, it's not. His neck disappeared a few years ago, and it suddenly he grew has back. Type B diabetes. Oh, okay. Maybe he has diabetes. That's why. Oh, he yeah, okay. Mars bars. <laughs> Mars <True>. bars. <laughs> is that what he blamed it on? <laughs> that's how he wrote Star Wars. Mars bars. Yeah. Okay. That's bad. Note to self: Don't eat Mars bars. <laughs> Your neck well, is already disappeared, Seb. Any sugar. Okay. Well, to pleasure some of our fans in the chat, I want to tell everyone that uh, Chris Benoit wins by submission. Against? On, against Kane okay. and Bad Blood. And right now, Triple H and Shawn Michaels are about to go on. <sighs> so right now, we're going to go to our friend Heather from Georgia. Uh-huh. How you doing? 
Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's it. Now you're gonna gonna give me the mm-hmm treatment. <laughs> well, like I said, you three are mean, except for well, you two are mean because Kit he's innocent for now. Yeah, I know. Kit's been innocent forever. Well, he's excused because he picked some of my favorite actors for the cast. Oh. Oh, is that uh, so? And I and I'm guilty because I stum stumbled upon you on the radio show. <laughs> well, like I said, I blame more Sebastian for telling you <laughs> about Fanboy Radio because <laughs> Fanboy Radio is my little guilty pleasure. Yeah. Oh, I see. Because I I was working on uh, uh, on Star Wars on direct, and Sebastian, hey, listen to to Fanboy Radio. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Kit, he picked uh, Colin Firth, and I have to give him props for that because he's one of my favorite actors ever since Pride and Prejudice. Okay. Yeah. Good. <laughs> and, you know, uh. Who's your favorite? Huh? Who would be your favorite Leia? Well, I would have to, well, for age, uh, it would have to be Kira Knightley. Mm -hmm. But I, like I said, I've only seen, uh,. A New Hope. I don't know any about the other two movies, um, but I'll have to say Kira just for age. Okay. okay. Um, who would you pick to play Luke? Luke? Well, definitely not Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I don't really know any young, like, 20-ish actors. All the uh, actors I like are, like, in their 40s. Okay. okay. Um... Our friend Brian is cracking up right now. It's really funny. He's just like playing with my Intel pen, a flashing light. Well, I had a question so, for you guys. Okay. Oh, you have a question Go for ahead. us. Okay. Who would you uh, pick for Johnny Depp to play? A bad guy. No one. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for Kit. <laughs> I would pick a bad guy. I don't know yeah. which one. Johnny Depp? Yeah. Either, either Captain Piet. Because I'd see him in that role, mm -hmm. or um, I'm gonna—I'm actually gonna say Anne Solo. Really? Yeah. Okay, you might because be because he's the ladies' man. <laughs> oh, ho, ho, ho. When Lando's not around, when Lando's not around. <laughs> <laughs> well, Orlando Bloom is a girly man anyway, so. No, no, no. Orlando Bloom is a girl. Final. <laughs> <laughs> There is no man part in Orlando Bloom whatsoever. I mean, come on. <laughs> you cannot leap like that if you're a man. Oh. And uh, there's no way you would wear a skirt so many times if you were a man. <laughs> I mean, a man has don't, don't has have that to Scottish people. No, 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 no. A kilt is not a skirt. No, okay. Now don't go insulting our. Pridely blood. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, you actually watched um, the uh, movie Harry Potter. Yes. And we totally bashed it at the beginning of the show. I most definitely said that it should people should wait to see it on DVD. Ooh. Uh, Lunatic said maybe a matinee, but he's okay. No a matinee. He, okay. He's okay with DVD as well. Mm -hmm. And Brian said. Don't Nothing in particular, all. actually. No. What would you pick, Brian? No, Brian is a big uh, I'm fan. I'm not a big fan in the movies, but I, I saw it anyway. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. It's yeah. not great, though. It could be a lot better. So you would say matinee? 
I would say see it. I don't care when. <laughs> well, <laughs> good I answer. It was worse than that, you guys bashing the, uh, the movie the way Sebastian was telling me on MSN. What? No, we we totally let's it's down. I mean, one thing is, I'm a fan of the books, but you know, I go see the movies just to see that's it, a, like on the screen. So that's what I told Sebastian but and to Brian. I'm not a fan of the books, so I cannot appreciate as much the movie as people who read who, who read the book. Mm-hmm. Well, for a long time, I was an anti-Harry Potter fan, <laughs> but now I appreciate it. And you know, like I said. Uh, one of my favorite actors is in the movie, uh, Alan Rickman as Snape, and now I love Snape because of Alan. Okay. And uh, I actually like uh, Snape more from the books because of Alan, so... I've liked Snape since book one. <laughs> uh-huh. Snape is this creature, is this character you, you, like to, you love to hate. <laughs> you love to hate him. He's just so mean... And you know he's like he's this really good mentor because mm. he picks on people. Yes. Yes, he does. <laughs> well, for me, I you know it came out on my birthday, so of course I had to see it. That's it. And you know I dragged my brother to see it. He's never read any of the books, but now I got him corrupted. Oh, you you liked it? Huh? You liked the movie? Yeah. I, I for me, I would go see it again. Like I said. Okay. The payoff was just to see Lupin, Sirius, Buckbeak. I love Buckbeak, and you know, just to see it like in the, you know, just in the flesh. I didn't like the character they cast as Lupin in the trailers, but now I love him in the movie. Yeah, I had the side. same thing. Yeah. Okay. I but love Lupin now, and Sirius. They could have. I don't know. <sighs> My friend Sarah dislikes the movie because of Sirius, the guy who they picked. Gary Oldman is a great actor. I love him. That part. <laughs> well, the news is that for the longest time, me and my friend Sarah were determined if they did put in uh, American actors that we wanted Johnny Depp to play Sirius Black because we've had that in our heads for two years now. But you resemble, uh, you know, the pirate in the Still. <laughs> of the Caribbean. So. That's right. I, I think they miscast Sirius Black. Yeah, I think so too. The... Uh, Budbeat was my favorite character. Yes. No, seriously. I mean, it was really cool to look at. mine, too. And, I mean, he can fly. That's cool. Well, I want to pet Hippogriff because of that movie now. (laughs) Three what? No, we have to buy Sebastian a a stuffed... A stuffed Hippogriff. Hippogriff. Actually, you know, know, there are some ball of beers, guys, with Hippogriff on. They're from. Okay, they're made yeah, from Quebec. Yeah. They're called Griffon. Yeah. You can buy this. It's gonna be just like the same. Too. So you want a beer glass with a Griffon? A Griffon yes. in it? Okay. <laughs> um, you fucking alcoholic. <laughs> no, no, no. I am not an alcoholic. For I can very well maintain my alcohol level to a very well, to a very good level, and you don't have to drink. And above all, I am a lush eye. Oh, don't go there. But I'm not going to go there. <laughs> so, thank you for being with us, uh, Ever. Uh-huh. And uh, hopefully we won't find you cheating on us with uh, those guys from Fanboy Radio again. It just depends if uh, Scott Kurtz of PvP is on the show. Yeah? Okay, well, we'll try to get Scott Kurtz because he's actually <laughs> a big Star Wars fan as well. So okay. We'll see what we can do. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll let you go. Okay. And uh, I'll see you next time. Yep. Probably. Mm-hmm. So thank you. I'll give the mic back to uh, 
Brian. Yes, That's his it. name is Brian. Yes. yes, it's Brian. Kip. The six pack with a smile. <laughs> By Eddie. <laughs> and, um. Just give me a second. Okay. By Eather. By Eather. Ah, she's gone. That's okay. Okay, so going back to the convention circuits. Uh, Comic Con. What the hell are you doing? No, it's not. The hour is not over. No, your computer's fucked up. <laughs> Sorry, Brian. It's 11. It's 1.45 a.m. <laughs> yes. That's right, yes. Some, somewhere in the world. Uh, okay, Jeffroni is going to Comic-Con. If you're going to Comic-Con as well, we're looking for man or woman with good communication skills who are doing the major convention circuit in the U.S. So that's Comic-Con, that's Dragon-Con, Gen-Con, Comic-Con, uh, Wizard World, etc. Send us an email at studio at swendirect.com with a title SW Respondent in, it, in, the, in the subject line. And it will be our most uh, pleasure to actually try and get you in uh, as a press associate. Uh, the next show, people, is on June 27, 2004. The Silent But Deadly trilogy is the main subject with none other than Lou Tambone, whom I cast as and Solo. That's right. And Jeff Cialetti from uh, the Star Wars... No. No, no. Millennium's Hand. From Millennium's Hand documentary. Uh, if you have any comments on the show or you would like to make a suggestions for upcoming subjects, please send an email to studio at swendirect.com. If you like the show, we suggest that you talk about it around yourself. Word to mouth is the best publicity we can have by our listeners. Bring a friend to the next show is yes. also a good idea. Yeah. So yeah. everybody in the chat, next time you come by, bring someone else with you. That's right. Uh, I'm also gonna gonna mention the fact that we still have this newsletter up on the on the website, and uh, if you'd like to subscribe, just go to www.swendirect.com and follow the links to subscribe to this uh, wonderful Yahoo group, keeping you updated on the upcoming shows of Star Wars on Direct. Anything and, else, Mr. And Producer? Speaking of Star Wars, we received uh, an extra copy, VHS copy, so. Uh, at who one point, who knows? Who knows when we'll go for a raffle? Yeah. Uh, at some point, people in the chat will have a chance to to win that copy of the Star Wars. Exactly. So, come often and come uh, in large as many numbers. As people, yeah, in large numbers. That's, That's it. it. Okay, I'm going to take a second to thank our sponsors, Sitland.net, Legends Action Figures, our web host, web hosting services, simple-net.ca. Our partners, FurryConflict.com, TrekWar, the Furry Conflict audio drama, Episode3.net, Millennium Falcon, The Force.net, your daily dose of Star Wars, Galactic Hunter, keeping collectors on target, and Star Wars Fanweeks.com, of course, the home of Star Wars fan audio, uh, with our friend Nathan, who couldn't be here sadly tonight. Yes. And for Lunatic, Brian. Yes. And me, I want to leave you on this note. Not all treasures are made of silver and gold, mate. This is a little saying by Captain Jack Sparrow from Pirates of the Caribbean. And it's so true, because to us, our most prized treasure is our listeners. So I'll see you next time on Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. This show has been brought to you by SimpleNet. Webmasters, online gamers, or administrators of e-business. At SimpleNet, we will always have a solution to meet your needs.
You are listening to Star Wars en direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Be sure to visit www.swonzerec.com for more information about upcoming shows. Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. Citlan.net, c'est... Les toutes dernières actualités sur l'univers Star Wars. Plusieurs dossiers sur la saga. Des événements et rencontres entre fans. Un énorme forum de discussion. Une radio web à contenu 100% Star Wars, incluant une ligne ouverte en direct. Plusieurs concours ouverts au Québec et en Europe. Et bien plus encore. Ne résistez pas à la tentation du côté obscur. Cliquez sur le www.citlan.net. StarWarsFanWorks.com, the home of Star Wars fan audio on the Internet. It's your home for Star Wars fan audio genre news, a comprehensive catalog of fan-made Star Wars radio shows, parody tales, and serious audio dramas, with behind-the-scenes features, a message board, reviews, tutorials, convention coverage, an internet movie database-style directory of the entire Star Wars Fan Audio community, and the only Fan Audio community-recognized Star Wars Fan Audio Academy Awards held each year. StarWarsFanWorks.com. Fandom has a whole new sound. Hi, everybody. This is Josh from TheForce.net. When you get online, be sure to stop by the number one fan site for Star Wars for your daily dose. Our Star Wars news is updated literally a dozen times a day. We cover everything from the upcoming Episode 3 to the latest video games and collecting news. If it's connected to Star Wars, you'll find it on TFN. Post your thoughts about Star Wars. React to the latest news in the Jedi Council forums. Over 10,000 posts a day. Stop by our side of the Internet, theforce.net, your daily dose of Star Wars. Galactic Hunter. The place where you can find the latest Star Wars collectible news from all around the world. From the Hasbro and Kenner lines of action figures, to comics, games, prop collectibles, and events. Everything is covered and reviewed. Join our fan community in the Bounty Hunter Collective forums and find all your bounties at www.galactichunter.com. Galactic Hunter. Keeping collectors on target. Sir, if you'll not be needing me, I'll close down for a while.